Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. You are about to experience the Drunken Peasants podcast, the greatest podcast in human history. Please recognize that this podcast is designed to be amusing and entertaining, and thus we engage in satirical comments, exaggerations, and even dirty jokes. If you are offended by such things, please go away and die. If you enjoy this podcast, we ask that you help to support its existence by contributing to our Patreon at patreon.com forward slash DP. Contributors get regular access to monthly private shows, special commentaries, Google Hangouts with the peasants, and more. If you don't want to do that, you can also support the show by visiting audibletrial.com forward slash drunken peasants to get a free audiobook and access to over 150,000 and audiobook titles, including great selections on science and skepticism. And if you shop on Amazon.com, we strongly urge you to use one of the Amazon affiliate links in the description section of our videos. You can help support the show simply by using our link to buy things you are going to buy anyway. Now that we've got all that shit out of the way, sit back and enjoy the show. traveling through another dimension. A dimension not only of sight and sound, but of mind. A journey into a wondrous land whose boundaries are that of imagination. Your next stop, the Twilight Zone. Yeah! Welcome to the Peasant's Zone, where we explore the unknown. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> and today, to help us explore the unfathomable, a man who has exposed the secret and corrupt forces that control the world and the entertainment industry, the vigilant Christian. Yes. 
Welcome to the show, Vigilant Christian. <laughs> Thanks for having me, guys. I haven't had you yet. But, <laughs> you know, one of these days. You gotta, you gotta give up the Christian thing first, though. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let, let's talk about. You know, we we were gonna do our shilling at the beginning of the show, but let's just get into it. Let's talk about yoga first. Okay. For sure. <laughs> yoga, yoga is satanic. Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, you have to understand that I'm coming from my perspective and my worldview. So when I apply the word satanic, it's completely logical because satanic actually means that which is against God. And I'm a born again Christian who believes that there's only one way to God and that all other roads lead to the destruction. So being that I believe that the all paths lead to or the only path is Jesus Christ, um, yoga, because the actual practice of yoga, and I'm not talking about what you're practicing uh, typically here in the West at your gyms and stuff like breathing and stretching. I'm talking about an actual yogic practice. Uh, yoga is the word means to yoke, to become one. Uh, I actually have it tattooed here and uh, I have the, the lotus symbol on the back of my neck, the uh, uh, ohm symbol on the back of my uh, my heart my arm and everything so uh, I was heavy into this stuff and w ultimately what it got me into was Hinduism and all this uh, kind of Eastern mysticism and later on I came to realize when I came to Christ that for me as a uh, Christian who believes that there is one way it's completely logical to say that that is satanic because if you go for the goal of yoga which is Brahma consciousness Brahma consciousness is the practice of doing a meditation so that you achieve a certain state of enlightenment, supposedly. Uh, this state of enlightenment is to believe that you are at one with everything and that you mm -hmm. are God, the God consciousness. So to me, as a Christian, that's a satanic deception. When an individual falls into a trap of believing themselves to be God or have some type of altered consciousness that they're at one with everything and it kind of falls into pantheism, that's false religion. So I know to your audience that might seem like, oh, it's crazy, but to a, a born-again Christian, it's a completely logical term to apply to that. No, I mean, I, I just think they're both equally crazy. <laughs> I mean, but I mean, I think meditation probably does produce uh, a certain um, In a know, way, mental state, but I don't think it's a state of being one with everything. I think it's just a... It's like self-hypnosis. Right. I think it's just a state of, like, inner calm and, you know, uh, basically transcending your own ego and stuff like that. I don't think there's right. any supernatural element to it. But again, I mean, that's your worldview. I'm, I'm here to discuss my worldview. We're not obviously in agreement with stuff, but from sure. my perspective, uh, it's satanic because the only way that to get to eternal life in my worldview is through Christ. So, so anything what, what's, that comes in what's, the way. what's convinced you in the, uh, the veracity of Christianity? Uh, I don't understand the question. What do you like? like how why, did I come why, to... Yeah, why are you a Christian? Why what, what, what convinces you that Christianity is true? It's the one path. All other paths are to Satan, basically. Okay. Um, well, I grew up Catholic, and when I grew up Catholic, we weren't really practicing, and I wasn't. I didn't study the Bible or anything like that. So, uh, and if you study my work, you know I've talked a lot about the fact that I believe the Catholic Church is a false church. Um, if you look mm -hmm. at Jesus and you look at who he was crucified by, it was the Pharisees. It was the quote-unquote religious people of his day that crucified him. They wore these big robes and they walked around with the Torah, and you know they they convinced the people that 
you know, uh, they represented God. In the same way, the Catholic Church operates the same thing. It deceives people into thinking they truly do follow Jesus. You look at the words of Jesus, he says, call no one on earth father, and you want us to call the priest father? It makes no sense. Uh, so I see this same uh, system of false religion. And what the false religion does, like Catholicism or anything that pretends to be Christian, is turn you away from it. So I had a really bad taste in my mouth from Christianity, uh, from what I thought was Bible or Christianity as a kid because of my experience uh, growing up in the Catholic Church. And here in my uh, small town of uh, in Canada, um, we had this massive thing where the Catholic Church was exposed for all the pedophilia and all. Um, I even knew a priest and there was sex magic rituals, satanic rituals going on and, and in underneath the church basements and stuff um, and all that. So, I mean, I immediately just pushed away uh, Jesus and the Bible and I never so even wait, thought. So wait, hold on. So uh, you say there was uh, satanic sex rituals going on underneath the church. You know, ironically yes. enough, something something similar did happen in the town that I grew up in too. Yeah, There's yeah. There a was lot a of it. Yeah. there there was a priest that stabbed a nun to death in in uh, like a like a hospital chapel with a letter opener. And he got away with it for like like thirty years, and then they put him in prison. Eventually, they reopened the case and charged him with it. Yeah, they usually do get away with it. It's it's crazy because they have that power, and maybe not so much now, but back when this was going on, like the the, the priest was like the boss of the community. You know, but like you had yeah. just because just because a Catholic priest believes in Satan secretly doesn't prove to me anymore that Satan's real at all. Okay, but yeah, and I'm, I'm not. I, Again, I'm just going to present my information. Okay, I'm not sure. here to convert you guys. So, I mean, of course, sure. yeah. Uh, people want me to try to convert you. Someone actually, uh, <laughs> someone actually has, someone's actually written me and said, you know, I used to be in all this conspiracy stuff like Mario too, and it really fucked up my psyche. And I'd like you to try to help Mario recover, and <laughs> and you know, uh, basically, he wants me to con somehow convert you to. A rational worldview. I mean, I would say you take it too far. I mean, uh, <laughs> basically, you you watch television shows and movies that are popular. You look for anything that you can construe as a symbol of Satan or the Illuminati, and you say, "Look, see, see, it's all over the place. Look at it, look at it. It's there. It's there. It's there." I mean, well, that's what you think I'm doing. But again, well, what what do, what do you what do you think you're doing? What do you think you're doing? What do I think I'm doing? Okay, well, uh, I believe, again, we have to go back to where I'm coming from here. I believe there is a spiritual war going on, and there mm -hmm. is a battle right now going on between good and evil. There are spiritual entities beyond the physical that, you know, we're not uh, conscious of or, you know, um, aware that they're, they're really there. But ultimately, like, they are. So, um, you know, I, I see uh, this big galactic war going on. It's basically we're getting close to the prophetic fulfillment of Armageddon. Uh, God has saved me. He's commissioned me. Uh, he's commanded me to go out. One thing that um, I've been given, and again, this is my worldview. None of you are going to believe it. But um, we have spiritual gifts in, uh, in Christ. So when we are born again, <coughs> we adopt the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit gives us spiritual gifts. One of the spiritual gifts that I've been given is called spiritual discernment. Now, if you look, there's an interesting story in the Bible where Jesus is going around, and he's saying something about uh, those with eyes to see, let them see, and those with ears to hear, let them hear. Now, everyone in the crowd had physiological eyes and ears, but what he was uh, what he was alluding to is a spiritual sight and a spiritual ability 
ability to, to hear the Spirit or see it. And most people don't have this. This comes from, an, from being born again by the Spirit, and then you get the gift of discernment. So when I see these things, I see I'm able to spiritually discern the evil that's in them uh, so that I can bring it to the world and expose the evil, which we're commanded to do in Ephesians, and then point people to the reality that the Bible prophecies are coming true, that there is this galactic war going on. Some people call them reptilians, aliens. I don't. I call them what the Bible calls them. Fallen I mean, angels. you're basically you're basically claiming to have superpowers. Well, my, <laughs> I mean, all the, Christians the, have supernatural ability through the power of the Holy Spirit. So I've never uh, seen a demonstration. I'm going to bring Paul into the conversation if that's okay with everybody. Yes, it's okay. okay. Bring him on in. All right. So this is Paul. Uh, let's see here. The magical Paul. All right. Oh yeah, Paul, wearing the shades, looking cool. Why are you so short? You're short, Paul. Uh, well, I'm in a, a weird spot. I got a new chair for the first time in like eight years. I had like this old kind of swivel desk chair, and um, I'm a big I'm a big guy, and it just gave up one day. It was just like fuck this, I'm out. I've held your fat ass for 25 years. It's time uh, for you to. It's time for you to pick up. Sorry, I'm, I'm talking off mic and shit. Is that better, by the way? Yeah, yeah, yes, much better. All right, sorry guys. Um, uh, anyway, I, I I feel like I've intruded uh, on on your discussion. Please go back to talking to Mario. I I was listening along in the chat. I'm I'm up to date. I don't want to take any more time away from the discussion. Well, we were just I, talking about Mario. Mario claims he has the power of discernment, you know, but I mean, my problem with that is anybody could claim that I could claim. I have uh, mythical powers of discernment that make anything I say correct as well. I mean, any, anybody can make that claim. Yeah. Right. Well, but again, I, I'm just sharing my perspective here. You don't sure, have to of course. buy into what I'm, I'm just, saying. I came no, here no, to no, tell no. you I, what I believe. I understand. I'm just telling you what I believe about what you believe. But, <laughs> that's, I mean, that's fair, right? Um, but, uh, yeah. I, um, I was wondering, uh, Jesus really doesn't seem to be much of a factor in your videos for the most part. Yeah, it seems to mostly be about how things in media are satanic. Right, because most people are only familiar with my main channel. I've actually got six of them. Uh, so if you go to Vigilant Christian Biblical Studies, I've got an entire channel dedicated to the gospel and studying the scriptures. I've got okay. a health channel where all I do is uh, exercise and stuff like that. I think, okay, well, I got one, two. So two out of the six are on that. So you're obviously just not familiar with all my work. That's all. Right, okay. So you're just focusing on the one channel, and obviously, so you're wrong. Well, it's, that's it, not it, all I do. Is that that the channel is dedicated? But, but yeah, because it talks about celebrities and this and that. You do a Bible study, you're only going to get a thousand, two thousand views, right? Like you talk oh, about okay. Miley Cyrus and the latest movies and all this stuff. Bang. So. Right. I mean that. That's why I, I find it your powers of discernment kind of interesting because you always seem to notice it about. Things that are but extremely popular, though. right? Right, because but what it, is? Yeah. Because but in you're... my worldview, uh, the the, the like this world is controlled by 
you know, Satan who works through uh, his secret societies and the, the elite societies. So they have all the media. So they're the ones using this uh, to push their agenda. So, yes. Uh, well, how does move. it let me let me just ask you, how does exactly does it work? Let's say, you know, uh, let's say I believe that they are, in fact, you know, pushing, pushing, pushing this agenda and, and shit. It's propaganda and, through television. It's what right, Hitler okay. used to do. It's mind sure, control for pro- the masses. Propaganda, the government, mind control. The government doesn't love you. The government doesn't care about you. They want to herd you and mind control you into uh-huh. what their ideologies are. Sure. And uh, Which government? All of them? Well, well, okay. So right now we have the illusion of like Russia and China, but there's actually a shadow government working from behind the scenes. So we have the secret societies who have infiltrated the different governments. So that's why in the United States, you had the choice of choosing uh, President Bush and Kerry, who, yeah, Democrat, Republican, but at the end of the day, they're both Bone and Skulls member at Yale. So that's how they, they work. They get their little men mm-hmm. in positions. If you watch the Skull movies, they show you that they have the positions of power and they pass it on from generation to generation. This stuff goes back to the ancient mystery schools. So, Right, but I mean, these are just rich elitist kids going to a rich elitist school. They pretty much know they're all going to be guaranteed positions of power somewhere. I mean, so that's that's really just a, a prep society for them to make future business connections and things of that nature. That well, see, that's what the outside. That's what it's made to look like. It's it's nothing but a harmless fraternity. Oh, it's okay that their initiation involves them reenacting and simulating a murder with a dressing up as a pope and a woman stabbing over someone screaming Satan. I mean, that's okay that the world's elite are doing that, and it's okay that they go to Bohemian Grove and they practice these huge uh, these rituals in front of a forty foot owl called the cremation of care because they're literally cremating their care because they are involved in these evil plans to. Again, they don't care about us. They don't care about us, and they view us as useless eaters. They have a depopulation agenda, and they want to bring out what they believe to be uh, the age of Aquarius, the golden age. Now, again, whether or not you believe in God or not, that doesn't matter. These people literally believe in Lucifer. Like, if you read um, the, the Freemason texts, they even go on as far as saying that Lucifer is God, and to keep that knowledge to the higher levels, so your average Freemason doesn't have a clue. This is only at the top, top, top. I mean, how do you know? Study. So uh, well, you can how, read well, what, uh, Albert Pike. Where have you Pike. studied Albert okay, Pike? So Albert Pike, he's a uh, lead Freemason. Freemason. He was so. Let me just actually. Let me just ask you. Let me ask you a different question. How much does the Illuminati control? I well, that that I don't know. I mean, I'm not there, and I don't know. So ultimately, um, well, let's I, speculate. I know if they control. <laughs> well, if you just look at, for example, the media. Um, in the last 25 to 30 years, uh, media consolidation has fallen into the hands of six companies, six, mm-hmm. and it used to be in like 30, 40. So they are like buying out the power and I know they control the media. Uh, the Federal Reserve, by the way, money is just printed out as a joke. Research what money actually is. Federal Reserve or the uh, Federal Reserve is no more federal than Federal Express. What they're doing is putting countries in debt, creating a perpetual debt system because money, when they create it, has a certain amount of interest right on top the, bang out the federal reserve is not uh is not a government it, it actually is no. a private bank exactly and that's that's them it's but the rockefeller rockefeller 
Right. No, I'm, none of this is secret. You can go and get this information yourself. But what they're trying to do now that the information is out on the Internet, that me and people are that, they're trying to keep you distracted and trying to make this information look okay, stupid. But here's the thing. You can have criticisms of the Federal Reserve and you can have criticisms of media consolidation, but none of that... Where, okay, how, does so, it, how does any of that link back to, oh, there's a shadow puppet they government they that controls it. the world? They admit they, it. David it, Rockefeller. Where? Buy his memoirs. David Rockefeller, buy his memoirs. He literally says this. I'm going to I'm going to mess up the quote a little bit, but this is paraphrasing. Uh, me and my family are accused of being part of an international secret cabal working against the best interests of the United States of America. And if this is the charge, I stand guilty and I'm proud of it. So we have an admitted Rock Rockefeller's loaded. I mean, go to um, if you go to Rockefeller, uh, I think it's called Plaza in New York. Uh, you're going to see a big Prometheus statue outside, by the way. And Prometheus is the mythical god who gave the light of Zeus to man. So it's a it's a metaphor for satan because they're luciferian they believe that uh he bring because it's in, not a metaphor it's how's it a metaphor for satan it's supposed to be man was given the invention of fire it's supposed to be symbolic yeah because technology uh, well, well, to a luciferian is what i'm saying to a luciferian well, they'll use that because they don't they don't see him as satan they see him they see them as the rockefeller ancient rockefeller owned standard oil so it you know you get energy from oil it, it it's not satan it's <laughs> it's like burning fuel. Okay, is but what he's it... admitted in his memoirs that he's part of a cabal working he, to bring a new world order. You know what? You know what? Did here... he say? Did he say Illuminati? I mean, what was he talking about? Who knows what no, he's referencing gotta... there? Right, but okay, just keep on studying these things. There's more information right. out there on this. Yeah. So my ahead, my Paul. problem my problem is this: is that I I agree with Mario up to this point, right? That there is. I, I don't think it's secret. That's where we disagree. There is a cabal of people that are controlling Bankers. the government, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. and, and, and looking out for their best interests instead of the best interests of the public at large. That's it. I'm 100% with that. 100%. And I think that the truth bears that out. So my question to you, Mario, is why does there need to be some shadow government involved? They're doing it right out in the open. They're doing it right out in the sunlight. Anybody can look at a politician and see that he was once the, the, the chairman of Goldman Sachs and, and watch his political career and look at all the donations he gets from Goldman Sachs and then watch him get hired as a, as a, um, as a fucking um, analyst or some shit after his political career is over for Goldman Sachs or some derivative entity, right? Right. Yeah. They're doing it right right there. Oh, and I know. <laughs> You're right. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so so why do you need all of the extra spooky shit? Why do you need the cremation of care? Why do we need to go ooga booga? It's the it's it, you know what I mean? Like okay, but they're again, worshiping this... Baphomet or they're trying to okay, you know, but... you know they're doing it right in your face. It's like it's like me trying to hide that I'm urinating on you. By standing in front of you and pissing uh -huh. in your face. Okay, but again, this is my worldview and your worldview. So we both agree. We're both on the same 
you know, level when it comes to there's something going on. You're, we're, I'm both in agreement. They're out in the open. I just take my worldview, which is I take the Bible because the Bible gives me more instruction. Uh, in the book of Ezekiel, chapter 8, God prophetically showed <coughs> his prophet uh, that the kings of the earth and the, the elite, that they were working um, against him, that they were uh, bowing down to, uh, I think it's Tal, uh, I forget the demon. Uh, one of the, they were bowing down to one of their idols and they were practicing sun worship. So because I have this ingrained in my perspective too, I also take into account Psalm chapter 2. Psalm chapter 2 clearly says, for it says, the kings of the earth, okay, it literally terms it, the kings of the earth. That's a term to describe the ruling elite of the world. So the ruling elite of the world in Psalm 2 are described as setting themselves up against the Lord. It literally says that they conspire plans against him and against his anointing. So, Paul, you obviously see it. The only difference is I'm tying all this in because I have a biblical worldview on what's obviously, and you just admit, going on in the world. All right, but doesn't doesn't a time ever come for you where you go, okay? Do you, let me ask you a question. Let me let me fuck that. Let me ask you a question. Do you enjoy simplification of of complex ideas? Sure. Yeah. Do you think that that's an effective way to communicate with people? For sure. You, pro you probably use it in your videos, no? Mm, yeah. Okay. Do you ever think, I need to look for the simplest explanation for the wrongs that I see being, committing, uh, being committed in the world, right? Well, I got to stay true to me. So when I'm explaining <laughs> what I'm seeing... That doesn't I say anything. I don't even know what you're trying I've gotta, to say. I've got to stay true to me doesn't... That's <laughs> From my that's perspective, like, I'm... That's 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 like I'm verbal diarrhea. <laughs> no, no. All right, okay, all right. Well, I'm listening. I'm listening. Uh, I'm sorry I jumped in. Please continue. No, no, you're fine. That's what you're here for. Um, okay. But uh, you know, eighty percent of people in America identify as some form of Christian. Now, I'm sure that with purity tests, you would disqualify a good deal of them. But if there's that many people identifying as Christian, then isn't it pretty safe to say that the brainwashing going on in the media has been rather ineffectual? No, because they're they're not actual Christian. So although they profess to be Christian, it doesn't matter. You can call yourself okay. what you want to call yourself. It doesn't mean, trust me, not it, America would not be in the state that it's in right now if that much people actually follow God. No true, that? no true Scotsman. <laughs> no true Scotsman. They yeah. can take our land, <laughs> but they can never take our freedom. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. You were saying I have Tourette's syndrome. I apologize. <laughs> but you know, you, right. so basically, anyone—they're not true Christians because of the state of the country. Well, what is the state of the country? Well, no, how you determine whether someone is an actual, because a Christian is what? It's a Christ follower. So sure. to be a Christ follower, you fall, you have to look at what Christ said was the, the way that someone would follow him. Because he himself even said that some would profess that they followed him, but he wouldn't even know them. He, he says that when they show up on judgment, he's going to look at them and say, depart from me. I never knew you. And these people are going to look at him and say, but Jesus, I, I, I prophesied in your name. I preached in your name. I cast out demons in your name. What do you mean? I don't know you. And he's going to say, no, I don't know you because they don't actually follow Christ. For example, um, Westboro Baptist called himself Christian. That's not Christian. 
at the end of the day, they're going to get to God and he's going to say, no, like you're a devil. You know, get out of here. I've, Mario, I've actually heard TJ argue that Westboro Baptists are the closest thing to real Christians. Is, is that what you said? But, well, yeah, they follow more of the Bible than most Christians do. I would, vent, no. I would say they follow more of the Bible than the vigilant Christian does for sure. No, not at all. But again, that's from well, your perspective because you well, don't. No, no, you it's not from it. my perspective. It's just based on the Bible itself. I mean, they no, follow from how you interpret the Bible. From how okay, you're interpreting but that's the what, Bible, you're judging but according but, but, to how you I mean, see yeah, the Bible, but, and then you're putting them. So come on, don't right. be ridiculous. Well, sure, but you're judging according to your interpretation exactly, of the Bible, and, that's and so all we can is everybody do. What else. What else can we do? I'm here to discuss my worldview. Like, well, that's what I'm saying. So how can you say? So how there? How how can you then say that some people are not true Christians because they don't have the that's proper interpretation? I'm not here to convince people. <laughs> right. like if that's what like you trying to do, bud. Can I ask a question? Go ahead. I have a worldview too. I'm not going to belabor you with it here. Maybe we can talk about it if it comes up later. If I had a world, if my worldview had a blatant red flag, like a gigantic no true Scotsman fallacy right at the core of it, and it was just blinking in my face every fucking day of my life, that would be a cause for concern for me. Does it not concern you? I don't see it. That you've got a gigantic, blatant, what is it? What's the fa- logical what's the fallacy? fallacy? No what true Scotsman. What is it? Explain how it applies to me in this context. Okay. You're saying, you, basically what you're saying is, well, yeah, these people are saying they're Christians, but they're not really Christians. And you think right? that's a fallacy. Jesus yes. said that. Jesus himself said it. Right, so Jesus himself committed a fallacy, and you're perpetuating the fallacy in your own belief system. Uh, okay, yeah. Anyways, can we move on? I don't want to talk about that. That's ridiculous. All right. Next, uh, please. So we can watch uh, the, the video that Mario made. Okay. Yeah, All right. Okay. Quick question. Are you guys able to see it? Yes. You are. I can't. Mine's frozen. Uh, I, I can hear it. Okay. Hey everyone, it's Vigilant Christian Mario, and you're here for a brand new video series. In today's video, I'm introducing you all to Vigilant Christian versus The Amazing Atheist. This is a video series I'm going to dedicate to debunking every single video this atheist god hater has produced. If you actually take the That's time to pretty, watch uh, his video, daunting task. I mean, there's, <laughs> there's a lot of there's them. a lot of videos on my channel. Well, I mean, not all of them concern atheism, I guess, but well, that's what I meant—the ones that uh, talk about God. You should do the one where TJ breaks all the commandments. That's a good one. Cool. Yeah, yeah. that is fun. <laughs> they are beyond stupid and ridiculous, and can be easily debunked. So what I'm going to do is take the time to go through his statements and show you they don't make any sense and only trolls and people who don't think rationally will fall for this insanity uh so if you haven't heard i'm actually going to be on the drunken peasant show live tonight me and tj are going to have a little toe to toe head to head it's time that well i face him and put him in his place for the insanity that he's been spewing in his videos so make sure to tune in it's september 4th and that's tonight at 8 30 eastern mm -hmm. time on the drunken peasants show you can come in and tune in and see Quit me deal the with these peasants. atheists <laughs> and present them with the truth now i know many of my subscribers are going to wonder why i'm even Hold doing on. this Pause well this. when amazing atheists and All the right. drunken 
here you're saying you're gonna like take us on with the truth and shit, but every time we challenge anything, you say like, "Well, this is just my perspective, you guys." I mean, I'm sensing, I'm sensing a downgrade. Well, you know, here in this video, it's all, like, all we can do, I'm coming all... to the drunken peasants. I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay the truth drunken smack peasants, down on them. I'll see you at <laughs> SummerSlam. Yeah, and now, and now it's like, oh well, you know, it's just my perspective, you guys. But you know, whatever. Well, it is. I'm not. What, what, what do you mean? Do you want me to try and shove it down your throat? Like, no. I'm here to just present it and i know the what down presenting. my throat now or what are we doing <laughs> yeah all right well maybe maybe after the show we'll see hasn't started to make videos about me it exposed me to their audience they didn't realize by doing that that many of their subscribers would clue in to the truth and i've actually had great conversations with many of their subscribers who are converting now to the truth and are realizing that they had been deceived by this youtube channel so i'm definitely going to take the opportunity to go live and speak to that audience to show them these guys don't have a clue what they're talking about and i'm going to show you live because it's one thing to take my videos and slice them up when i'm not there and it's an entirely other thing to face me face to face and have a conversation you watch the drunken peasants tonight and you'll see probably something you don't expect to see many of the the drunken peasants followers think that they're going to destroy me or something ridiculous like that Tune in and you're going to see otherwise. But just to give you a taste of how easy it is to destroy the amazing atheist and the drunken peasants, here is edition number one of the Vigilant Christian versus the Amazing Atheist. Today I'm going to be debunking his ridiculous video called Scumbag Jesus. I did a pretty good job on that half photo a million shop, you know? views. Now the reason that I'm yeah, so wasn't wasn't that a meme? So yeah, it was Scumbag Steve. Scumbag Steve. And I made a Scumbag Jesus, you know. And you know, I actually, I think I actually improved the quality of the hat because it was such a low quality hat. But that that know. actually that you know what that I can see that took a little bit of time. Yeah, with I the, put with effort the trace, in that. with the trace tool and everything. Yeah, yeah, pretty good. Yeah, I feathered the edge a little bit. Anyway, yeah, well, it's not you what have Jesus to. looked like at all either, by the way. <laughs> oh, you don't you don't think so? Yeah. Well, I mean, that's what that's what people tend to think Jesus looked. Like. Well, yeah, I mean, uh, that's what they want I, I, to think. I agree. He doesn't look like that. Right. Absolutely. He, he wouldn't have looked like that at all. No, Jesus better. looked like me, man. No. Yeah. yeah. Jesus looked like Paul. <laughs> he had sunglasses. He had, yeah. 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 Absolutely. He was. It, you know, it's funny because we went to Europe earlier this year and went to all the museums there. And Jesus, you know, obviously in Europe back in the day, Jesus was painted as like a totally European-looking white guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not every time. Close. Yeah. Um. All right, so we'll... Caucasian Jesus. Yeah. Excited to be doing this is that every single time that The Amazing Atheist is going to produce a God-hating video, I am going to make sure to debunk it immediately after, so that in the search results, you can find my video directly under his. This stuff is leading people astray and presenting God in a way that isn't just. I mean, this guy hates God, and he twists and manipulates the truth. Not true. Don't hate God. Don't believe in God. You, know, you have a whole channel dedicated to attacking the concept of God. So whether or not you believe, no, I don't. I don't think that's. I don't think that's the accurate. <laughs> the I, no, well, I, I attack. I attack uh, the belief true, in God. The, okay, but I the concept, say, whatever the, the yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, the concept is the you know uh, aux has an auxiliary relation to the belief, obviously. 
But I would say I'm more concerned with the fact that people believe in uh, Christianity and Islam and, and Judaism why? and paganism and so many why other. Why be so bothered? Why be so bothered? Uh, why are you so bothered with uh, the satanic cabal? And you answer first. Oh, well, I mean, I'm so bothered because uh, their beliefs influence social policies in ways that are contrary to what I feel is moral and ethical and how I uh, view the world, so. You know that's in America. We don't have that here in Canada and most other countries, right? <laughs> you don't have what there in Canada? The, like, Christian push in the government. Oh, well, you know, I, well, that, I, I, that's I'm an American. Fine. That's great for you. And you guys are better off than we are for it in a lot of ways. I, I'll uh, just throw it out there. I don't agree with Christians getting into politics and all that stuff. I think it's, um, I mean, I don't think that's what Jesus called us to do personally. Well, if I can answer your question, because I also have a YouTube channel. It's nowhere near as big as TJ's is, but I did the same thing that you're accusing TJ of. I made a lot of videos about religion and God and the belief in God and Christianity specifically. Um, and, and my reason for doing it wasn't because I hate God or I was looking to undermine God. Uh, I just don't believe he exists. So uh, that's it's not an issue for me. My issue was that I live and we all live. You may be excluded because you live in Canada, but TJ and Ben and Scotty, I don't know if he's with us tonight, but we he's all not. live. Okay, we all live in a country that is obsessed with this idea of believing in things despite evidence to the contrary. And it's caused horrible, regressive things to happen in our government in the past and continues to allow horrible, regressive things to happen in our government now. Mm -hmm. So I think... I think I'm <laughs> okay. <sighs> but again, uh, yeah, Christians and any religion in politics, either way, I just, I don't think they should so, be but mixed up. Don't, so how can, how can you think that if you believe that, you know, that's the truth and you want... Because Jesus is coming back to establish his government, we don't need to worry about that. Our, our calling as a Christian is but to go out I mean, and love Jesus, the world and feed the poor. And But I mean, we, you know, you have to do something in the meantime. I mean, uh, Jesus is supposed to be, he, was, he told his followers he was coming back in their own lifetimes. And he's, you know, a couple thousand years late at this point. <laughs> no, no, that's a I mean, misinterpretation. It's been, but... No, it's not. It's been 2,000 years of any day now. And every generation of Christians has believed that they're the generation that's going to see Jesus' what, return. You're taking the scripture that he says, that generation shall not pass until you see. Is that what you're referring to? The scripture where Jesus tells his... his uh... I'm not sure what it got, what, what specific verse I'm referring to, but Jesus did tell you, his followers no, that he would return in their in the lifetimes. No, no, do you know? <laughs> okay. Oh, you're you talking about when he comes the back book of for Revelation? like five minutes? Yeah. No, the, the book of Revelation actually fulfills that because what he was saying is you will not pass until you see this. And the final book of Revelation is uh, the uh, the apostle saying and he sees it. He, he literally sees it. God gives him revelation. The last book is him taken up and given divine revelation. And he says right there in the book of Revelation. And I saw the man coming. Da, da, da. He tells you everything he's seen. It was a prophecy that is fulfilled in the scripture itself.
By the way, if you hate the Catholic Church, how can you stand by the official books of the Bible when they were uh, <coughs> basically chosen by the church and they chose which text, religious text to include in the Bible and which ones to uh, I don't excise? Right. There is the well, Catholic I'm not, Bible. They, I'm they not talking about... Books. I'm not talking about the Catholic Bible itself. I'm talking about they're the ones the the church ultimately decided which books were going to be included in the official Bible and which ones weren't. Right. So there's plenty of apocryphal texts that were considered yeah. and then So yeah, do, how so I do, do my studies do is you what put I'll any do is stock I, in I those apocryphal the texts to be or do you because God, God did say that he would preserve his word and the the other texts I just you have to take that and like there's the book of Enoch and there's uh a couple other ones as well but if you take them and you if they line up with scripture then it's good if not then you got to just kind of get rid of well plenty of books in the bible don't line up with other books in the bible i mean actually it's amazing it's a perfect synchronicity no from it's not cover to back oh yeah it's, it's awesome. absolutely not are, mario are there any contradictions in the bible i don't believe so but again, like I, I like we can come on for another show, but I feel like we're going off topic here a little bit. What's the what's the topic? All right, we got Disney, we got Family Guy. I don't know. I, that's where I was going with this show. Disney and Family Guy. What do they have to do with the price of rice in China, my friend? <laughs> well, let's watch the rest of this scumbag right. Jesus talking right. to warp your mind with his deceptions. So I'm going to step in, put him in his place, and the truth will prevail for all those who can think reasonably and logically about the information that's presented. So number one video here that we're going to look at today, scumbag Jesus. Yeah, that's the kind of garbage this guy is creating. All right, so now let's get right into it. I don't advise you any any time to even go check out his YouTube channel or have anything to do with that. I mean, I'll relate to I you do. anything that's important. So check my subscribe. <laughs> Keep going. All right. Don't fall into the trap of watching his videos and stuff like that. Please stay away. His subscribers are foolish and they always come and watch my videos. That's a great thing. It helps me get my message out. But let us be intelligent and not go watch his videos. I'll break them down for you and show you it's, it's pure foolishness. But uh, yeah, let's get into it. So he makes this video called Scumbag Jesus. And he has something quite, uh, well interesting to say to say the least at the beginning uh he talks about how well uh, christians are uh normally hated that many people will view us as jesus freaks and he even goes on to say that when you bring up jesus in conversation with people they're gonna get weirded out and think you're kind of a freak. Uh, he talks about specifically the fact that people will say, oh no, there's a Jesus freak and avoid you because of this. Well, thank you so much, TJ, for proving that the Bible is true. Did you not know that Jesus himself warned us that this would be a reality, that we would be hated by the world? Oh, so what you wow. just did is... So what? Every ideological group is hated by somebody. That's just meaningless. I, anybody could make that prediction and it would be true. Okay, but the Bible says that those who will follow God will be hated by non-believers, that non-believers will look at the people who follow God and view them as stupid and ignorant and dumb and will think of us to be foolish. So I've is that not plenty. true? Is of that course not it's true? true? It's true. Of course but of, it's true. But there's Guess tons of, okay. hold on, but there's tons, there's tons of non-believers that... No, no, I want to hear you say this. There's okay, tons so of non-believers, there's tons of non-believers who don't feel that way. Fine, no point. This is my point. Presuppositional apologetics right here. I'm going to make you believe, say that there's truth in here. This book says that those who don't believe, believe mm -hmm. followers are stupid, right? 
Right. Sure. But that that's that is true. But it's easy yeah, to guess. It's in the book. No, it's no, no. It's in the book. It's true. So this is in here that you who are a non-believer and say in your heart there is no God will look mm-hmm. at those who profess Christianity as stupid. Right in here. Sure. But that's, that's easy to predict. That's called, no, no, it's not, anyways, it's called presuppositional apologetics. It's proving that this is actually showing you what's in the world. This says in the world will be the non-believers hating Christians. And not only hating Christians, they're going to think you're stupid. And they're going to think the things of God are stupid. It says that to you that you uh, that the unbeliever has puffed themselves up, has become foolish, and that they hate Christians. Now, you obviously mm-hmm. not agree about the puffing up, but you can agree that you think we're stupid, just like this book says you do yes just to throw- that's so, fine i'm not okay, denying that good. it's true i'm just saying it's so easy to predict here, that right? yeah, yes of course there's that's truth in there that's good so that's hey, my point uh at the beginning of there's, there's a lot of truth yeah there's lots yeah, of truth at the beginning stuff of J.R.R. tolkien's um uh, magnum opus i think the hobbit it says in a hole there lived a hobbit and i believe that to be true and it says it right there in the bible in a hole there lived a hobbit. So well, that's and hey, that's there not, are holes. Yeah, no, 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 I know it's silly because it, we're talking about your magic book. <laughs> the well, well the magic book is you've, pretty I've seen when holes it comes to though. Calling out unbelievers for exactly what they believe. Okay, but <laughs> I could put in one of my books that certain people are going to not agree with my opinions and say I'm an idiot, and I would be right too. It's easy to predict that. And for the record, Mario, you've said. Uh, you know, it says in the Bible that uh, believers are going to hate Christians, hate Christians, hate Christians. I'm a, I'm a non-believer. I'm I'm an atheist, and I have nothing but believers in my life, and I love all of them dearly. It doesn't. Um, uh, no, listen. I have listen. to clarify because it doesn't. I I didn't mean everyone who who doesn't. Believe I don't. Will hate. Th- th- just let me finish. I'm almost done. I don't hate you. I think yeah. your argument is weak. I think it's based on paranoia. I think you clam up immediately when anybody challenges your worldview because ultimately I think your worldview is as thin as fucking paper. Yeah, that's Period. a lot of what you think. That's great. You're allowed to think what you want to think, man. Prove the Bible to be true because in the book of Matthew chapter 10 verse 22 it clearly says and you will be hated by all for my name's sake. So yes, TJ, you're right. We are hated. We bring it up in conversation. And, and the Bible actually does say all so and the Later, average person is weirded out because they hate God. The Bible says specifically that the majority of the world is on the broad way to destruction, but there are only a few that are on the the proper path, the way to eternal life through Jesus Christ. So when us who I love how in the Christian worldview, the majority of humanity is just like refused to be cast into hell for not guessing the right God. No, no, no. Well, <laughs> see, like, I, oh my goodness. Are the few no, talk to the that. many? Not even close. That's not what. See, well, that's, see, this but, is the thing, guys. See, Everyone here, listening, look, he doesn't know what he's people, talking about. He the t- major- he well, how do I not up. know what I'm talking about? You're the not majority of people are no going clue. to. You have neither no clue. Neither are you. You're just some guy with magic discernment. You you claim to have a magical power to discern yes. the truth. All Christians have supernatural ability. That's our oh, okay. Well, so do, we so do all atheists. Atheists have the magical ability to always be right. So in your worldview, there's no such thing as supernatural. There's no spiritual oh, realm. But so that's ridiculous. It's not supernatural. It's a scientific fact that atheists are just always right. And that's a belief. 
and you can't prove it wrong. I mean, that's how ridiculous what you're saying is. Now, here's a fucking picture of a bunch of people going down the wrong path and just one person going to heaven. So that means that basically in Christian theology, the majority of humanity are basically just garbage to be cast into hell. How that is that wrong? That was not the original plan. See, you keep on defaulting on your wrong interpretation of what the Bible is actually saying. God never created any of this to go this way. If you look at God's original design, it was the garden. It was a paradise. Man, given free will, decided to go with the fallen angels and dis and go against and rebel against God. This brought sin into the world. It's not God that's responsible for that. It's man and the fallen angels. And now, now we live in, in the fallen world. So uh, what happens now... God is, a, God is a perfect being who should have seen that circumstance happening. So what... Exactly. So, so of course, so there he is. Therefore, it was his plan creates, and he is culpable. No, no. He did not want to create perfect, uh, he, perfect little robots. Like in the garden, he gave us free will so that we wouldn't just be like, oh, yes, we love you. We had the free will to go with them and to do good or do wrong. The only way he can receive love is if we give it out of our own free will. If we were pre-programmed to only do good, that would not be truly loving him. And he was looking for true love, which comes when you truly give that will to someone. But God knew this was going to happen because, yes, he knows the end from the beginning. So what he did is in the, the beginning, he created a plan for redemption that he knew that man would rebel. The fallen angels would come here. They put the majority of uh, the world under mind control to the point that they would end up being damned because he's a judge. OK, he He's coming and it's like when he gets here on Ar Armageddon, it's like the, the, the sirens just go off and the, like the police just showed up and, and we're going to have to face his judge. He's a king. He has laws. The, he's the king of the universe and he's going to judge us by the laws that he governs the entire universe with. And we're going to stand in account because we've been deceived. It's just like the, the fallen angels are are that buddy of yours who got you involved in a crime and you didn't even know, but you're still going to get charged because you still broke the law. At the end of the day, you're not going to get off because you, wow, I didn't know. I was, no, that, that doesn't work like that. And unfortunately, mankind has fallen into sin. Sin is called the transgression of law. So we have went against God's holy law. He's going to come here with his angels and give us justice. And he's going to end evil. And unfortunately, because we have transgressed and we fall in the way of evil, now we have to be judged. But through Christ, he lived the perfect life. He never sinned. He never broke God's law. So when the angels come up and they judge Jesus, he's perfect. So what he does is he gives us his righteousness through faith. So we, we, it's that simple. It's an easy gift. That's how easy God made salvation. You just believe Christ's righteousness is imputed on you. Therefore, you, all your sins are forgiven. And when you stand in judgment, it's, it's as if God is looking at his own son. It's called the imputed righteousness of Christ. And that's what gives us the ability to go into the kingdom of God. This awesome kingdom that's going to be on the earth and it's going to reign forever. Uh, but right now, yeah, we live with you can call them aliens, whatever. Some people go as far as reptilians. Like I said, I stick to the Bible. There's fallen angels. There are supernatural entities. The pyramids didn't just come up like that. The Mayan pyramids, all this stuff in the world. We've been in contact with something that's beyond ourselves. And, and that the Bible records this interaction and talks about this interaction. So God, uh, you know, he, he gave up. He knew this was going to happen, but there's a plan of redemption. Man's responsible for the fall. And you can't blame God for it uh, at the end of the day, because if you actually study what the Bible says uh, and you have a good understanding of, of biblical doctrine, what you're saying, TJ, doesn't make sense. That's what I'm saying. Like, it does make sense because you're, you're basically gonna do saying, Bible you're videos, saying that no, God, you know, you're saying that God understood all of this was no. going to happen and he still maintains his current trajectory. That's still his plan. The majority of people damn 
damned to hell for committing sins against a God. And most of these people, by the way, uh, identify as Christians, but you say they're not true Christians, so they think they're saved, but they're not actually saved because they don't believe in your particular version of Christ. Well, not my, again, no, they would have to believe in Christ, the true doctrine of Christ. There is and no again, true doctrine of Christ. It's all up to interpretation, in as you admitted view, earlier. Christ exists and Christ has his doctrine, but okay? But that's just so, your worldview, as you've said several times. That's all I'm here to, what are you doing, bro? Like, I, what do you, like, I'm here to present my worldview. If no, I but present it's not, my worldview, and then because it's you not don't a world believe, view. you go, it's well, a, it's my, a, I, I have the supreme view. No, no, so but it's not a worldview, okay? This is the truth. This the is not God an opinion. This is not an I opinion. So. You are <laughs> stating these <laughs> things as facts. You're stating these things as though they're facts. In my it's world not an opinion over interpretation. So are you. So are Sure, you have a strong conviction. You're doing the same thing. You can have as strong a conviction as you want. Everyone watching can see you're a hypocrite because you're doing the same thing, buddy. That's exactly what you're doing. You're stating your worldview as if it's fact, but we can't. TJ, I'm not stating it if it's, as if it's fact. I'm, I'm simply your questioning your worldview. Yeah. No, you're. <laughs> my world. No, and look, look at, and look at how it's excited. Not, it's not my worldview. Look at how fucking excited you get, Mario, at the not, at the barest questioning of your fucking. It's sacred not my cow. worldview that God sends most people to hell. It's my worldview that God doesn't exist at all. What I'm saying is that a consequence of your theology is that God is sending most people to hell. Yes. And that is his plan. You cannot say that's not his plan when he has complete foresight into the situation. He takes no pleasure in that. He doesn't want anyone to I don't give a perish. fuck if he takes pleasure in it. Maybe Hitler he didn't doesn't. take pleasure in gassing the Jews either. Okay, it, you know what? It, it's, it's the best way to see it. It's like you're going to face a judge, okay, at the end of the day. And let's say the judge is your father, okay? And you, mm -hmm. you broke the law. Your dad cannot just, hey, you know what? Courts, this is my sign. I'm going to just let... No. A, a just and righteous judge will do his job, and God is the most yeah, righteous judge. And no judge. just and righteous judge, no just and righteous judge would sentence people to an eternity of suffering and damnation. But that's what you think. Uh, you don't in, you don't understand the severity of sin, and you don't understand God is so holy. Because even to God, when we lie, that is like murder. When we're angry at someone and and, and we we were we sin against them, that God takes like what we view like as not so big, and it's a big deal to Him because He's so holy, He's so righteous, He's so good. Next to Him, in comparison, He's very sensitive. Mario, well, can I Mario? Can I ask you a question? Yeah. Have you ever seen a picture of one of those little starving African babies? Yeah. <clears throat> With the stomach bloated and the just bones you can see right through to their ribs and their, right. and their ankles. They've got flies caked all over their faces. Yeah. Does it ever bother you that your perfect, <laughs> that your perfect holy being allows that shit to go on? That your standard of perfect, <laughs> unadulterated holiness involves the sadistic act of starving a child to death while flies but, eat their eyes while they're alive. But again, if you look Does at it the, ever the, fucking bother you at the book of Genesis, it's not God's fault. You put the blame on God when the book of Genesis clearly shows that this was never God's intention from the Is beginning. God omniscient. And, yes. But again, he didn't create robots. So he, again, it goes back to while well, he's allowing this to happen because he had to create free willed but, humanoid beings. Okay. But even if that was the case, Two people ate case. some fruit. Well, okay, if okay, we're, I'm granting you that it's the case. I don't believe it's the case, but I'm granting you that it's the case. Two people ate some forbidden fruit. 
I mean, how does that how does that continue on generation after generation when it was these two people that chose an act of defiance, quote unquote, against God? And by the way, Adam, unwittingly so, he was just handed the fruit. Right. He didn't even know what it was. He didn't even make a conscious decision to turn against God. Right. I'm a little bit different when it comes to interpreting the book of Genesis. I see it a lot. There's a lot more. It's not just I don't think of two people eating a fruit. I think uh, there's a lot deeper understanding that comes from that. I think there's a lot more like symbolism. It's deeper in the sense that um, how can I explain that? Like the forbidden so fruit. The you, knowledge... you, think it's, you think it's allegorical is what you're saying. Yes and no. I mean, I do believe that there was Adam and Eve, but I think there's a deeper thing that's going on there. For example, like it, I, I, I kind of caught something weird in, when I was researching the mystery school. So when you study uh, Luciferianism, okay, and Gnosticism, uh, what they believe is that through knowledge, through gnosis, a person can get to know good and evil, and that the state of consciousness of knowing good and evil is to believe yourself to be God, and that once someone achieves that state, they will become God. So in the satanic Luciferian Luciferian mystery schools, we have the forbidden fruit that if you take in this gnosis, this knowledge of good and evil, of duality, that you will think yourself to become a god. So I think it's uh, the garden is probably talking more in terms of like a spiritual thing going on. And also, you know, Genesis, I think there was a genetic thing that happened because we're, we're different now. We, we, we are subject to death and disease. Previously in the garden, we were perfect. We never died. So genetically something happened. Okay. We, we've been given death has come into the world. This was non-existent before. So I think that it's a lot more allegorical than most Christians would think, but I hey. do. Hey, Mario, you know, uh, Mormons discovered that the Garden of Eden was in, uh, I think, Kansas. I don't. I, I think Mormonism is a cult. No, 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 no. They figured out new stuff that you that Christians didn't know and added on to it, and they actually figured it out. Yeah, Joseph Smith there with his stones. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> his golden False tablets. Prophet, but, yeah. What? <laughs> Hold on. Wait. You tell me you don't believe in Joseph Smith? No. No, no, no. Come on, Ben. That's just crazy shit. What? <laughs> uh, let's it, play some more of this. There video. was a there was an Illuminati conspiracy against Joseph Smith, and that's how he got killed. He hasn't really started debunking my video. Okay, yet, but Stan, let's see. they get weirded out, and I've talked about this on my channel. It's called Christianophobia. They hate us. They want to persecute us, take our rights away, and they wish we didn't exist because they hate God, and we represent God, and that is why they do this. So thank you, TJ, for proving that the Bible is true. Then he goes on to say some more ridiculous stuff. And by the way, just a heads up, this entire video is going to be analyzing the ridiculous things that TJ says. Love me more than anything in the world or burn. This is what TJ thinks that Jesus actually taught. <laughs> this is ridiculous. But uh, where's the Bible verse for that, TJ? Where does it say? Is I must have missed it. Uh, I, I don't remember Jesus saying that at all. But you uh, he, that's pretty much the, his message, I would say. How is it not his message? Maybe he'll say, hold on, we'll see. Do you refute this, the statement here? That, that you explain why that's not true in this video? Uh, 
don't let it play. I don't, I don't remember what I said. See, here's the problem. These followers and subscribers of his are listening to him instead of doing their own research and discovering these things for themselves. This is what a fool does is trust man and leans on their own understanding instead of taking the time and the due diligence to study these things out. They just listen to this fool who's on the internet. Love me more than anything in the world or burn. Jesus never actually said that, and this isn't even true to begin with. Now, well, this deserves well, I mean, a grumpy uh, cafe. I mean, come on, words. what are you even talking about, man? Just absolute insanity. Now, this might be a different view for some people, but when it comes to what Jesus offered us, I have a different type of position than other Christians typically. Um, I don't view hell as eternal torment. I, I, di I differ from the traditional Christian doctrine on that, uh, where hell is eternal. Now, I got this not from Seventh-day Adventists or anything like that. There's actual Baptist uh, preachers that have preached that Jesus is offering life or death. And at the judgment, can I, can I, uh, being cast into the in lake here? of fire, yeah. you will die. You I will turn to it. Go right. ahead, Paul. Um, I, I kind of want to talk about what what uh, what Mario's talking about with with regards to once again what what Jesus said about hell and uh, and then uh, because of the, you're you're arguing the whole turn and burn position turn or burn it's this love me or or you perish in flames so Jesus said I'll quote you a couple of things uh, uh, Mario. Jesus said, Matthew 20, uh, 22, 13, bind him hand and foot and cast him into the outer darkness. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Matthew uh, 8, verse 12. Well, okay. Yeah. Hold on. Let, hold on. Yeah. Just, just let me finish and then you can just write them yeah. down. Uh, While the sons of the kingdom will be thrown yeah. into the outer darkness, in that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Okay. Um, and all of these will go away into eternal punishment, but the righteous into eternal life. So there's your eternal punishment quote. Because um, you're dead forever. You're done. Okay. Yeah. Well, whatever. Eternal punishment versus eternal reward. Uh, that's the argument that you're trying to dis dismantle. And these are quotes directly from your Bible. No, because uh, I just got to clarify. If you fear God, you live. But I will warn you whom to fear. Fear him who, after he has killed, has the authority to cast into hell. Yes, I tell you, fear him. That's Luke 12, verse 5. All right, so um, Mario said okay. he wanted to clarify something. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah, because what I was touching on was, again, I don't believe, mo and Christ a lot of Christians do believe in the eternal torment theology and stuff like that, that people will just be there and God's going to have angels just tormenting them forever. So when, uh, he, uh, when he was saying that Jesus, Jesus is commanding people to love him or uh, burn. I'm applying the fact that he is implying that they're going to, Jesus says, love me or burn forever and ever and I'll torment you forever, which I don't believe. Okay. I believe, I believe that Christians do believe that, but I believe you're going to, you will be cast in a lake of fire, but it's not killed forever and ever and tortured. And like, I don't see my loving God doing that. Like I can't, I don't even see myself being in heaven while, people are being tormented like it don't make sense. I don't see a big torture prison in the kingdom of God. But again, this is a very popular Christian doctrine as well. Uh, but what I was referring to is that <coughs> when you stated what you stated, you were implying the eternal torment and fire, which I don't believe if you properly study the scripture, that's what they teach. 
Well, I think that that is what the majority of Christians believe. It is. Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. But what I what I've seen is uh, if if you look at the scriptures, he says, "I have come to give you life, uh, or son, basically that." There's two choices, life or perish. And if you look at the word perish, it means death, done. And one of the things that it talks about is that when we uh, enter into the kingdom of God, that the wicked will be ashes under our feet. How can they be ashes if they weren't consumed in the fire? If they're like, it doesn't make sense. What, he's going to make you eternal and then shoot you in a fire and burn you forever? Like, I don't know. Again, and that's that's the normal Christian doctrine, but I don't adhere to that. I think it's, uh, you're consumed, you will perish. It says that, uh, the flame, uh, the flames go up ever, uh, forever and ever, but it, 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 and the fire cannot be put out. But I believe at the end the the righteous will have the ashes of the perished wicked under our feet. So you're, you're consumed in the fire. It's not going to be a crazy torture thing here. That's my position. Oh, okay. Well, that's still not the mainstream position, which yeah. obviously I was But I'm refuting. here to share my view anyway. I'm yeah. sure. I was, but I was refuting mainstream right. Christianity I, there. I would even challenge my brothers and sisters who hold that view. So, Okay. Yeah. Noted. Noted. Interesting and interesting to note. Uh, let's, let's play some more. Ashes and be destroyed completely. You're not going to be tortured forever and ever. Now, again, not all Christians believe this, but this is my position, and I would encourage you to study the Bible yourself to find these things out. I think God is offering a completely fair deal. He is saying you either inherit everlasting <laughs> life and live on forever, or eternal death. You're going to die. Um, and you know what? Most of the the, the world wouldn't want to go to the eternal kingdom of God anyway. So it's a good deal for them. They get to live in their little sinful garbage lives here on earth, uh, consuming the materialistic temporary pleasures of this world. And then at the end, they'll be cast into a lake of fire where they'll be turned to ashes and they will be no more. They will be eternally dead. Couldn't they just do that their whole life and then at the very end switch over? Oh yeah, thief on the cross. But yeah, but I wouldn't suggest <laughs> anyone to do that, of course. <laughs> that sounds like a good but deal though. Yeah, but what if you die suddenly, though, Ben? Yeah, what if, oh, exactly. well, what, roll the bit. dice. What if a meteor hits you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but no, to, to answer the question, the thief on the cross proves that anyone, uh, bed, uh, what do they call that? Death, bed, uh, salvation is possible. So you can give your life right there, but the attitude you have is, <laughs> you can, you never know when you can go. So don't be thinking like that. Well, I'm not too concerned about it, honestly. Anyway, uh, do we want to watch more of this, or do we want to move on to something else? We could move on to something else. Here's here's a video. I'm I'm wondering if if you agree with this, uh, Mario. I can't. Yeah, I can't see. I can hear. Right, by the way. All right. Um. We'll we'll see if maybe you get the gist of it okay. from what you hear. Because right. it's important for the church to deal with issues as they come to the forefront in society. I said, son, what is that one morning? He said, that's, uh, that's Pokemon. Said, son, I found out that Pokemon means pocket monster. Pokemon is, Pokemon, plural, are incredible creatures that share the world with humans. Each has his own fighting abilities. Some grow and evolve into even more powerful creatures. The children are developing relationships with all these Pokemon creatures. Little, reclusive, power-filled monsters. But wh why should they carry these monsters in their pocket? 
They say the Pokemon whole effort is to train children how to become the number one Pokemon master in the world. You follow it through the New Age teaching, you find out that masters are those who uh, take control of spirits in the dark realm. And they tell those spirits what to do. So, uh, Mario, do you think Pokemon is satanic? Okay, so where he's going with this is if you look at a lot of things that, from the Christian worldview, they're based on occultic uh, stuff. So uh, Fire Palsy, for example, right? That's you're charging up your chi to achieve a different level of consciousness. And as you increase your consciousness, you're going to evolve into another thing. And the goal is to become you know, a super saiyan, whatever it is. So that is actually based on um, when I was into the new age, because I used to practice uh, a lot of the new age stuff. Um, that was one of the things you would practice, right? Uh, how I would raise my consciousness is, I mean, I watched Fire, uh, Dragon Ball Z and I was like, man, this show is actually helping me to understand, you know, like the, the, cause I was really into uh, like Kung Fu and um, uh, Tai Chi. So it was like moving the energy and stuff like that. And Ki Jung. Uh, so Kijongs are, or yeah, Kijong, and it's basically how to tap into that uh, energy, life force. Prana is another word in yoga for it. Um, so what we find is in stuff like uh, Dragon Ball Z, um, Pokemon. It's um, another one. Uh, that card game, Magic, or stuff like. To a Christian, that is just a way that we are kind of like bringing out the occult to the world. Like we're making the occult uh, popular for the kids. So. So you don't think it's just harmless fantasy. You think it's like nefarious brainwashing. Uh, well, I do believe that there are spiritual entities. So there are demonic forces and they are trying to subtly try to influence, especially young kids. And they'll use uh, stuff like this. I don't, I'm not saying that every if you pick up Pokemon. I mean, I played Pokemon when I was a kid and whatever. But it, it doesn't necessarily mean that they're going to get you there. But there there's influences and there's things that they're trying to do. You still Child. fantasize about... You still fantasize about Jigglypuff, don't you? <laughs> Jigglypuff, but at some point, becomes capable of taking these powers and channeling them through their mind, through their arms, or through their power sources. Their power sources, of course, are many of the symbols that they pick up from the Pokemon paraphernalia. So, so Pokemon is a game that teaches children how to enter into the world of witchcraft, how to cast spells, how to use psychic phenomena, how to put work supernatural powers against their enemies, how to fantasy role play. Pokemon world is a world of the demonic. You know, if, if I made some kind of game or TV show and hid, you know, Christian symbolism and messages in it, it's not going to make people become Christians. Okay. I mean, it, it, yeah. what I'm saying... Oh, yeah, man. If every single movie... Oh, my goodness. Are you kidding me? <laughs> if every single movie that every teen watched portrayed Christians as the most intelligent, uh, the, the, the cutting edge, um, and it portrayed... Because, again, Christianity is portrayed as stupid, all that stuff. You know, Forrest Gump. Uh, you got to be a dummy to, to be a Christian. So you're constantly portraying this. So it's they're influencing minds. If kids all day long saw nothing but media that influenced them to think that... Christianity was cool. You can literally convince anyways, you can convince anyone with media anything, let alone Christianity. It would be an awesome thing to do, but you can if they put they they decide I mean, whatever. I don't, they, I don't think that people so can powerful. unwittingly but I mean like that would be if there's like overtly like we're gonna make we're gonna portray Christians as though they're they're awesome. 
that's an overt thing. Pokemon is not overtly saying, you know, who's cool? Satan. Satan right. is really what it's all about. Because you know, it's subtle. I, I, but I mean, subtle. yeah, well, if, okay, not, it, uh... it's subtle, but I mean, like, you know, if you're going to turn to Satan, shouldn't that be a conscious decision? Shouldn't that no. have to be? Shouldn't that have to be something you decide to do? No, no, he doesn't want that. He, he, he rather's you don't even believe he exists. The greatest trick he ever played on mankind is convincing you he doesn't exist. Because here's here's what Satan. I wants. actually I contend that. Right the, in your the greatest, view, anyways, the great um, in my world in my worldview, the greatest trick that the devil ever pulled was beating that guy down in Dor Georgia at a fiddling contest. He did not win that contest. Okay, the devil won. We all know it. If you listen to that song objectively, the devil won. He did. I don't know what the scheme is there, but <laughs> the devil definitely won. Johnny was okay, but honestly, his shit was kind of cliche. All right, can I finish, guys? Yeah. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah. So basically, the, the what the devil is doing is he's, he wants people to think he doesn't exist. And ultimately, okay. he doesn't care if you believe in him. As long as you are doing what you want in your life, as long as you, because his, what he wants, there's two choices. You're either going to do your thing or God's thing. And even Aleister Crowley, who channeled supposedly Satan and wrote the book of the law, he wrote, do what thou wilt. And I even showed Jay-Z. That shall be the whole of the law, yeah. Exactly. Do what thou wilt. That is what Satan wants you to do. And guess what? That's what you guys are doing. You're doing your own thing. So Satan sits back and he's like, job done. These guys are doing what they want. They're not Why obeying God. Did he God, doesn't need to convince hold on. you. Why would God create a, a, a race of beings in his image and give them free will, but he doesn't want them to do what they want to do? What's that? Why, it, what you said, God gave us free will because no, no. he doesn't want but a bunch of robots. Right, but you, so but why do, why would our will why would our will even contradict with God's will? Because well, okay, I have to explain because do what thou wilt is not really doing your thing. You're just being deceived into doing your thing. Doing your thing is actually Satan's thing since the beginning. He was the first one to rebel in God. God, uh, and he was actually one of the covering cherubs. He was over the throne of God. He was, you know. Uh, uh, some texts lead to think that he was even in charge of worship and, and music in heaven, and he rebelled against God. And he was the first one to say, because God had struck his laws and his rules, because these things bring order. So uh, he, Satan was like, no, I, that's not it. I want to be above God. I, I'm going to do what I want. I'm going to do my own thing. And he was the first. So to do what you want is, in fact, his thing. So you only have two choices. And this is why the Bible says you can only serve one of two masters. We as humans were created to be slaves. That's it. We're created to either serve God or serve Satan and the fallen ones. It's that, that's how I view it. And that's what the Bible teaches here. So you have two choices. Do God's thing, which is righteous and good, but you have to do it within your own understanding and your own heart to know that it's good and use your free will and exercise it to do that. Or you do Satan's thing and you get deceived into thinking you're doing your own. But like I said, He's laughing because you're just doing exactly what he wants you to. So there's no way to actually do what you want to do. You're just a slave either way. Yeah, That's and your point the, of view. Well, you're a slave to Satan or a slave to God, but God is a perfect, perfect master. So to be a slave to a perfect master is not even being a slave at the end of the day. Um, uh, it's yes, it is. Son. No, no, no that, is, that is being a slave. Whatever, he's going to give me eternal life and I'm going to get to travel eternity forever. I'm never going to die. I'm going to experience pleasure evermore. And yeah, none yeah. of that's going to happen, but... But, uh, <laughs> yeah, well, <laughs> I don't mind being his slave if that's what he's going to do for me as my master, you know, 
no okay. problem. <laughs> okay, well, you know, uh, that that's your prerogative, I guess. Right. Uh, yeah. Paul, I, do you have anything yeah. to say about that? I mean, I'm just glad to know that, um, you know, God's about eternal pleasure. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that, like, when I die, assuming I go, you know, to heaven, which I hope I do, um, he, he's going to be all right with me bringing out the nipple clamps and getting rowdy. <laughs> No, he's not. Like, no, he's not, Paul. He's gonna be. That's that's against his law, you know. Nipple clamps. Yeah, all those things, all those carnal desires and things like you guys love it. Yeah, sex, drugs, drinking, all that ridiculous nonsense that you actually think is pleasure and stuff. Yeah, uh -huh. it, it's not going to be in the kingdom of God because it's actually pathetic. It's sad. You think that's cool? Getting your little nippies good? Like that gets you off? <laughs> What's wrong? With you? What's wrong? With you, Paul? Dude, like, what? I like a little warm. what? I no, like a little <laughs> what? I like a little warm up. I like a little foreplay. I like a little nipple play. What's wrong with that? See, it's funny because you guys think being depraved is cool. <laughs> yeah, <man>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm depraved to put nipple clamps on one. Why is that depraved? Why is that depraved? That is. That's the lower level. That's the lower levels of humanity. You know what's depraved? You know why is it the like lower an levels of humanity? You're not an animal. God, I am an animal. We are animals. No, 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 yes. No, no. We were created you know in God's depraved? image to have dominion over. <laughs> animals and to have a no 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 we're just but hold on but uh, part of our brain but wait hold on but part of our brain is dedicated to sex we have a sex drive the devil. god created sex our sex drive oh, sex is awesome within the context of marriage and how it's supposed to actually run how do you know that's how it's supposed to actually run in my worldview, God gave us God being the creator of all things, including sex, and then His guidelines give okay. us the functioning of that. But where does it actually say that we're supposed to be monogamous? Because actually, a lot of God's followers were polygamists with uh, harems of concubines as well. Sorry, I don't understand the question. No. Well, Solomon. Yeah, like King Solomon, for example. Yeah. He had a he had a gigantic harem of of you know sex slaves, and he also had something like three hundred wives. Mm -hmm. God never said Solomon, this is wrong. There's nothing in the Bible where God condemns that. Yeah. So. Okay. Well, actually, what when you look in the New Testament and God, uh, Jesus is talking about divorce and marriage and stuff like that. He says um, that. In the beginning, it was one man and one woman. But what happened is because of the sin of man, because man fell into, I can't even control myself, and i got to think with my, my brain down there. I can't even use my brain. Um, because we fell into that trap, God allowed grace and allowed men to have more than one wife because they, they would have been cheating all left and right. Uh, but then when Christ came and he gave the new, test, uh, the, the new covenant, now it's, it's a, it, it was clear, it's revealed to us in the New Testament that that was God's original plan. Uh, but God has had to make way because of the sin in the world. He's had to make exceptions. Okay, and so does God? God does not still make that way though. That was just like a temporary thing from because you know, now after the fall, from from around after the fall until Christ came, it was yeah, okay to have multiple wives. Okay, it so was not Christ, okay after the Christ revolution. Okay, but God well, allowed, but God, God, God looked forbid. the other way. Okay, God was God, looking the other God way. God applied mercy and grace. God, it not not look the other way. God applies mercy and grace. Okay, well, that's looking the other way. All right, I wanted to get on to the next video here because in the next video, um, I, oh, I'm sorry, Paul. No, you wanted... I, I just I, I wanted to say something really quick. Okay. Go ahead. I'm gonna try and say it really quick. Um, <laughs> Take as much time as you need. Paul. Mario earlier said that 
uh, me wanting to put nipple clamps on, it basically made me a beast. Like I'm less, I'm, I'm, I'm no better than an animal. I'm not even animals that put nipple clamps on though. Yeah, I don't either, but that's, that's beside the point. And I, I thought that since we're sharing worldviews here, that I would tell Mario what I think is absurd and disgusting and beneath humanity. You ready? Go ahead. Yes. I think it's absurd that a guy like Mario is going to pro- profess to be a radical follower of Jesus Christ while sitting in his air-conditioned little cubicle with his Abercrombie and Fitch shirt on and his nice $300 condenser mic and his collection of books in the background while there are people starving in the city he lives, not giving 100% of himself, but yet professing to be a man of God, professing to be a follower of this Christ figure who above all cherished poverty and service, a life of service. And instead what you're doing, you're a huckster. You're selling your warped little worldview to people with small minds. Right. And they're lapping it up left and right. So that's where our worldviews diverge, I think. And, and maybe you can agree or disagree on that. Disagree, obviously. You disagree? Obviously, yeah. What do you disagree with? Like, you don't know what I do with my money. You don't know. And I'm, I'm not, not going to come here and go, this is what I do. And sure. it's not about that. Okay. So first of all, this guy has no clue what I'm actually doing. So he's just shooting off the top of my head. I could actually be doing a lot with this money and he don't have a clue. Um, so ultimately, uh, is, it, is a Christian supposed to be poor? That's not actually what Jesus actually taught. Um, if you look at the scriptures, it's the love of money that is the root of all evil, not money itself. Um, if you look at Joseph, he actually had a lot of power and influence. He was the second in command in Egypt. Uh, he rode around on a, a chariot that would be considered like a Rolls Royce today. He had a big gold chain around his neck and he used his power and influence and the, the, the stature that he had in society to influence for godliness and do good within the Egyptian system. So although I'm in the world, I still need to establish myself so that I can have an influence for the kingdom of God. I do take a certain amount and I do do good works and he has no clue. But then there is the fact that I need to establish myself here on YouTube, get the education, get the platform so that I can be an influence like Joseph to push the kingdom. This guy doesn't know what he's talking about. A boot. All right. So we're going to move on. Yeah. Canada. <laughs> Canada's the best, man. You guys would actually like it here. Sadly, like we should probably oh, trade. I've been I've been to Canada so many times. So liberal, you guys would love it. So, uh, next thing uh, we have here is someone who made a video that actually agrees with Mario, saying that we're cowards and we are running away from Kent Hovind. Okay. And guess and guess who made it? Uh, Brett Keen. Yep. <laughs> oh no atheist and his pals and his stupid brother would not go on to debate Kent Hovind, did I not? I told you that he would run. The Amazing Atheist made three videos attacking, doing personal attacks, and trying to lure Kent Hovind into a debate. (laughs) Well, what ended up happening was he most likely suspected that Kent wouldn't debate him because Kent was just released and was trying to spend time with his family. But the Amazing Atheist found out to his surprise and to his horror that Kent Hovind was excited about debating the drunken peasants 
you know, those guys who get drunk and then pretend as though their intellectuals are not a live broadcast. When are we well, ever pretending to be intellectuals? <laughs> I don't remember us ever pretending to be intellectuals on this podcast. This is a pretty fast and loose podcast. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, uh, we wanted Kent Hovind to come on the show. He agreed to come on the show, and then he backed out of coming on the show. So I don't see how we backed out. Right. Yeah, what's so your take? Here's, here's my argument on this. Okay. Okay. So ben, or not Ben, sorry, TJ. Yes. You consider you're, you're YouTube's biggest atheist, right? Um, 700,000 I, subs. I, I guess. I mean, I think PewDiePie is an atheist, but he doesn't really talk about it. So. Content, right? Right. So you've been given an opportunity to go and debate. Like, there's no Kent Hovind's top, top creationist. Why aren't you taking the opportunity? Why don't you meet him? Like, if you really, really thought that the creationist worldview was stupid and whatever, and a five-year-old mm -hmm. can do it, why not go and go according to what he says in a debate format? And you yourself, who do you need? Why not? I thought I thought creationism was stupid, and it anyone stupid. could debate. Then go defend it. Well, go, I would not go say, fight it. but no, no, go I would say it. just. See, but hold on, the You're, there's a misnomer. There's a misconception going on here. No, just no, because no. it's no, You're just just out. no, I'm not backing out. Yeah, just because, fine. just because it's stupid doesn't mean that a five year old can rebut it. Man, the you know, way you I think present what I want, but no, what I wanted to do, this guy what I wanted to do, creationism is stupid. At the end of the day, he can't is go stupid. and fight it. But no, I can fight, fight it all it. I want. Go fight it. Put your well. Put your why doesn't Why doesn't Ken Hovind come fight it? We want him to come fight it on our show. He doesn't want why? to do it. Got to stay on your little show and hide. Go be a man. Go out there. Why? Really how are we hiding on the show? Yeah, I mean, you're on the show right now. How are we hiding? Hiding. But Hovind does it differently. He's a professional. He's going to want a certain platform. In a certain way sure, to be but done. we give it a golden ticket. This we is the want, opportunity of your career to we go have and prove a scientist. The is stupid. Do it, guys. Guys, he's right. But we have Hovind a scientist. Is, Hovind, Hovind is a professional. He's a professional carpet bagging, gold See, bricking. This is just attacking guys. Like door to door salesmen. They, they just make fun of his head. They make fun Huckster of his character. Piece of shit. They can't actually attack what but he's hold saying on. because they hold know on. they don't no, we, we can't it. So everyone listening who has All a brain, do, watch these guys. We they don't have, have a, a scientist. We have an evolutionary professor do from Duke yourself, University. DJ. Why, you Why do I need to do it myself? Why should I not? I don't backup? need backup. This is like high school. There's no backup. It's one. It's going to be one on Wait, one. Hoven literally says twelve o'clock at noon at the at the park, and you're sitting Ken there. Ken like, Hoven oh, versus JF. What's wrong with that? Are you kidding me? It's a guy who purports to have yourself, evidence DJ. against evolution versus a guy who is an evolutionary professor. That seems like a logical choice for who should debate Ken Hovind. At the end of the day, yeah, I want you to go get as many people to debate him, but I want you. No, Your no, one person is going you, to debate him. One person. If he gets debated, hey, it's going to be one-on-one. -on -one. There's not going to be ganging up on Ken Hovind. Do you not want to see TJ man up and go debate this guy? Get on him. He's a, he's a chicken. Like, How let's am I check a chicken? him for being real here. How he doesn't even want to go and, and put his money where his mouth is and actually defend what he takes a whole... He's got a whole YouTube channel dedicated to this. This is the prime opportunity for you, TJ. You're a chicken. Plain How and simple. How am I a chicken? I found someone who's an appropriate fucking go person debate. to debate okay, Ken Hovind. Okay, do that plus debate him. Plus, you do Why? it yourself. Why do, I, why, sh why do I have I to debate him? I want to and a whole bunch of people want to see well, it. Well, I'm sure a bunch of people want to see it, but... you think creationism is so stupid, go prove it. But here's the problem, all right? Go, Kent Hovind, go coward and go get someone to defend okay, it for you. Okay, but Kent Hovind can make 
scientific claims that are inaccurate, and I'm not going to be Go in a position prove it. to. Go prove it. Go prove well, it. I'm not going to be able. I'm not going to be able to prove it off on the fly. You don't even want to face them. That's the truth. Everyone. Knows. No, the tr the truth the is truth, that the only people that are going to be deceived are your little followers that are brainwashed and don't okay, see that's fine. Can I go get, debate? Can I get a sentence out? Mario. Mario. Hold on. Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead, TJ. All I'm saying is that if he makes specific claims that need to be refuted, and I don't have that evidence at my disposal at hand. I mean, I'm not going to know what How sort of crazy stuff he's going to come out there. How do you solid claims according to you? Listen, I thought listen. it was all stupid. Well, because it, yeah, it, it is all stupid, but I I'm not going to have it. the time to research it. If I mean, it's I, stupid, yeah, then he won't have stupid any many claims. Times over. He will well, have he, claims. Of course yeah, he's going to have, have claims. Claim. It's not as stupid what are you, as yeah. you think it is. Anyways. It is as listen, stupid as I think it is. He's listen, not going to stop, guys. So everyone who's watching this, this guy's just going to keep trying desperately to hold on to this ridiculousness. We know he's not doing it. Anyways, let's go on. You're just running. Ken, Hovind. Ken Hovind That's is my the one perspective. Who my worldview that I'm allowed to have is you're not. Sure. Who you're allowed to have that worldview, but it's not accurate because I'm. <laughs> I want Ken Hovind yeah. to go one. Yeah, okay. Oh, hold on. Explain to me how it's unfair. For me to want Kent Hovind to go one-on-one -on -one against an evolutionary biologist. I'm not saying that's unfair. I'm saying that's cool. I want to see that. I'm gonna. Okay, I want to see that too. That's what I want to see. see you too. I want to see you go at him. But I am, a, I am a science. I am a scientific layman. It okay, doesn't make as much sense. I don't have. What does it, it matter how much support I have? You can okay. At the end it's of the a, day, it's a matter of it's say, a matter of having the appropriate knowledge toolbox if to approach the situation it's not a solid enough worldview you wouldn't even have to do any of this if the way you're presenting it is true well, that creationism I, is the stupidest theory that you'll ever run across uh -huh. and you're an idiot for believing it you would not have to do what you're doing right now bud that's it Yes, okay. I, I would. So There's plenty of stupid game. ideas. No. There's plenty of. No, no, no. I mean, if, I, if Deepak it's Chopra well wanted to come That's on the show, no, well if Deepak Chopra wanted to come on the show, I would also want someone else to debate yeah, him. I can debate Deepak. That's easy. <laughs> well, you know, maybe you think you can because you're just going to throw your magic bullshit at his magic bullshit. <laughs> let me. Let me. <clears throat> but let I don't have to... any magic bullshit. I actually want to make an argument that makes sense. Let me let me let me throw this out there, and but I'm not speaking. I, to go hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna try and explain the decision that the drunken peasants made involving Hovind to get somebody else to debate Hovind. Hovind has I been sitting. Sure. Hovind Hovind has been sitting for nine years in a six by eight, doing nothing but thinking up ridiculous arguments about how the world was destroyed 6,000 years ago by a global flood, or 2,000 years ago, whatever the belief is. He's going to make specific biological claims. TJ is not, is not equipped to directly refute those claims. So an evolutionary biologist was going to be brought on board. That's it. Yeah, no, and I don't have a problem with that. Yeah, I want to see the. All right. And hope I guess go, we can move I, on. I want to also see TJ, just like everyone else would want to okay. see. Okay. And it, you don't even have to do a biology. You, I, the way you could probably debate him is on anything you want, TJ. If you want to just talk about why you think God isn't right, well, then you know, if he, if he, he has to come on the show first. All right, let me talk to him. Let me see what I can do. Cause, yeah, uh, you go talk I, to I, him. I Tell him to come That's, on the I'm, show. I'm, I'm, yeah, like, Mario does excited. know, Hovind. I, I made a video and I'm like, yeah, like I'm pumped, you know, like, but I get as many people.
to debate him. Get, I'm even here is because we got to go back and forth. And I, I I'm I don't, I'm but I don't, I don't want him to be no because I don't, I don't want to have a million people debate him because Just I don't one. want him to use the excuse that he was ganged up on and that's why he lost. I want it to be they a one-on-one -on -one debate between him and someone who actually knows what the fuck they're talking about. And I want to see that one too. I want to see who, whoever you get. Yeah, for sure, man. I'm trying yes. to even get one of my archaeologists. He's actually, actually I'm looking for people to debate. If you want to debate Holman, you can contact his ministry, my ministry. We're going to get you in touch. We'll get it. We'll get we'll get the gloves off, put you in the ring. Mario, Mario, it's a French Canadian scientist. So, <clears throat> yeah, I know. I I've heard I've actually seen him on your show. He's got quite wow. the accent there. Yeah, Jean <laughs> Jean-Francois. Jean-Francois yeah. Gibbon or something. <laughs> I'm, ex I'm excited for it, man. I have no problem with you getting anyone else. Get 10 people. Like He wants to go. He wants to, to, to debate a ton of people. That's what he's... He's okay. been locked up for a while, so he's revving Well, as go. you can see right now, we have almost 4,000 people watching right now. So, you know, we, we, we get the traffic coming in. So I don't understand why, you know, we wouldn't have it here. On our channel, I think it's yeah, just, where we do regular live shows. I haven't talked, yeah, I, I haven't talked to him, but I can assume that he probably came here, saw a couple shows, and said that. Well, that's what we were basically I don't told. You know, at the end of the day, I like I would have been on this show if I wasn't saved, like with you guys, the way you guys are. So at the end of the day, I don't mind coming here, but someone like him has he just he won't like he won't take. He just won't right. tolerate. He wouldn't last five. He wouldn't last five minutes in a room with somebody who could directly challenge a closely held belief of his. No, no, he could, as long as you're not cussing and, and, he, and there's, right. a, there's someone holding, like, you don't get to talk over him. He wants a structure, that's all. That's all he wants. As long as you don't, as long as you don't use He doesn't dirty feel words. that he's going to be able because, to come because here. Grown, you mean to tell grown, me he hasn't heard dirty words for, like, the last decade? Yeah, seriously, he's been in, he's, been, he's a jailbird. He's been in prison for nine years. Anyways, it's an he opportunity. Fell, he learned to fall asleep. Wants. He learned to okay. fall asleep to the sound of people playing. What What's the big deal? Why you gotta? Oh, I gotta swear! I gotta be a filth person, depraved. Like, well, you gotta we don't be find like it. That. We don't find it filth. You uh, can't. You can't be so, a professional. You cannot stop. Yeah, we this can. Is a, this is a show, okay? Everyone listening, this is a we facade. We said that we They're agreed. Actors. They even at the starting, you heard they they over exaggerate things. There's drama. The, you're acting here, okay? So what he's asking for you to do is stop your little games and be a professional for one. So how you come <laughs> on here and you do your little satire and your ridiculous. I'm a pretty foul-mouthed motherfucker on a daily basis. It's not a performance. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so Mario, Mario, there's been times where other people have accused you of being Illuminati. Oh yeah. Have you seen those? <laughs> we uh we, we actually have uh, a, a fan of the show who wanted to come on and ask you a couple questions about that. Uh, he won't be on very long. He's he, he doesn't want to be identified. Uh, he, we're he, just gonna call him Jim A. Jim A. Yeah, we're <laughs> right. we're, we're we're adding Jim A. to the call. What an ass he is too. Oh God. <laughs> He's gonna he's gonna he's gonna be drunk and abusive. <laughs> no, he's not. What are you talking well, about? Why would he be drunk and abusive? I don't know what you're talking about. Be quiet, Paul. <laughs> I can't even hear him. Is he here? Jim Jim, 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 Jim A. Jim A. Jim A. Yeah, so so Mar yeah, yeah, we can hear you. Mario's here. What what'd you want to ask him? Yes, I have a bone to pick with the village in Christian. Here. Yeah, what's that? Uh, I feel, you know, I've watched a lot of your videos and your Illuminati stuff here.
I feel you're a part of the Illuminati. You're, you're throwing a diversion. You're throwing a curveball to all of us. You know what I feel? I feel you're the Kaiser Sotse of the Illuminati. You know, when you walk around, I'm sure you walk around with a cane and a limp, you know, like Kevin Spacey does in The Usual Suspects. That's you. You know, I, that, that's how I feel. Okay. We're, we're expressing <laughs> our beliefs here. Yeah, so, so you, uh, why do you think he's part of the Illuminati, Jim? Because I've watched his videos, and he just throws a lot of diversions out there. You know, just you know, just nonsensical talking about how everybody, you know, oh, look at this girl sticking her tongue out, and, you know, that's the queen of whatever it is, and she sticks her tongue out. and it, 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 Never you know. said any of that, but anyways. Oh, yeah, I just watched your Miley Cyrus video. So, okay, so okay. talk specifically. If you're going to bring some points up, let's deal with what you're saying. What am yeah, I saying? Yeah, come on, Jim. Yeah, come yeah, on there. You're just you manipulating. Out. Sticking okay. the tongue yeah, out. Oh, manipulating. Okay. I just watched it like two hours ago. Okay, so yeah, okay. I'm, I'm calling. All right. Do you yeah, not right. notice okay. Miley Cyrus always doing that? Do you not notice why is Rolling Stones cover? What's with the tongue out? Where does this come from? Uh, right? Okay, Read the Bible. In the book of where, Isaiah. Where, where, in does, the it? Okay, where does it come from? Right. I said it in my video. In the book of Isaiah, it talked about pagans who would mock God. And one of the mockeries that they would do is sticking out the tongue. So this is what I'm referring to, that these Luciferian cults know these ancient ways of mocking God and have woven it into their art and their, their music symbolically. Why else Rolling Stone have a sticking out tongue? And their song is telling you, like, guess my name. It's Lucifer. It's Satan. I was there when Jesus was there. These guys are devil worshippers, and the sign is a, a stuck, stuck out tongue. So, yeah, that, and that means I'm Illuminati. That makes no sense, man. Okay, why don't you no show sense. us the monster? Why don't you show us the Monster Energy drink that you're drinking right now? You know, the six 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 Monster Energy <laughs> that you're drinking. drinking. Show, show it to us. I know you got it hiding under there, right under your hand. This guy's a troll, obviously. <laughs> I don't All think right, so. No. Can we get rid of the troll? It's really I know crazy. you're having. I know you're having lunch with Jay Z and LeBron James and credit card debt. <laughs> I know you're having lunch with all those guys. So, you know. All right, all right. Thanks, no. uh, thanks for the question. You know, you're not. You're not the vigilant Christian. You're the vigilant fraud. That's what you are. Have a good day, man. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Right. <laughs> it's so funny to troll. <laughs> yeah, uh, we get people to come on and troll. That's funny. Like, it is funny. Do you see the retardation on this show? Do, do I have <laughs> listeners? Do I have listeners that see through this? Because a lot of you are probably yeah. It's not. Isn't? I'm sorry. We're not. Video we, games, we don't. You know. I know you do the highbrow content of like pointing out when triangles are in TV shows, but you no know, occult symbolism that's deep. Okay, that's occult symbolism. Yeah, someone stuck out their tongue. It's a sign of the devil. Be yeah. scared. Yeah, there is. There's no more to it than that. It's someone stuck out their tongue. People stick out their tongues. It's not a big deal. That's what you think. Why is you it on the Rolling Stone cover? Why? Why did they choose it as a symbol? Why not? Why? Yeah, because exactly. it, because uh, it, why not? Why? Well, why wouldn't they? I mean, what does it matter? Why do, do you think every single thing they choose every on the cover has yes. a kind of meaning? Are you kidding? Yes, artists. It who doesn't are have. It doesn't have them. It you doesn't necessarily have a meaning. Art. Why you doesn't have it no just? Clue about art. I you do. Don't have, know I do have a clue is. about every art. Good, okay, well, every good artist knows that they are going to use. They're not just going. 
Yeah, All but right, an artist boys. is going to use uh, their own uh, symbolism. They're not going to necessarily. No, no. Yeah, they're, they're going to. I fucking. I've. You know, I've created art. People have created art. Plenty of people have created art. The most you, successful artists you in use, the industry you are use not symbolism. Good and use their symbols to actually convey messages according to their music is stupid. Plain dumb. Plain they, dumb. I'm, I'm saying that when she sticks out her tongue, it doesn't mean anything other than, hey, wouldn't you like this tongue on your cock? That's about all she's really saying there. Uh, to which the answer is yes, please. Oh, obviously yes, but <laughs> oh, you guys are dumb. You you guys have jokes on your show. That's stupid. You should be more no, but, like me and no, no. point out when the it's Illuminati is the trying to take stuff. over the it's world. About the lower level stuff. Like seriously, it, that's that's what it's about. It's just, anyways. Uh, hey guys, the lower here, level vigilant, stuff. Uh, vigilant Christian. And Your I videos cater to, to the lowest to level of intelligence. I just want everybody to know you're a conspiracy that I, uh, theorist who claims that you prove things when you've never proven shit. A lot of people would argue that, so that's your. Yeah, work. a lot that's of your... morons who have no idea what the hell they're talking about. What you think? I think your subscribers fall into that category, but that's okay. Yeah, well, you can think whatever the hell you want, but you're wrong. And you too, and you're wrong too. No, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> Anyway, let's move on. What do, what else we got? Uh, let's see. Um, here's a here's a video someone sent me saying vegan gains lied about being vegan. Oh. Vegan gains. I'm gonna make a video about him. Actually. Okay. Well, let's. This will be good practice for you. So apparently, this is a video that claims he lied about being vegan. Well, let's take a look. I don't, that's true. How old are you, and how long have you been vegan? I like I'm Skeletor. 23 years old. I've been vegan for almost four years now, and it's going to be four years in April. Yeah. Um, but you're saying that uh, Harley and Freely got you onto the high carb, low fat thing. So yeah. how long were you just vegan for? Um, I was vegan for maybe two and a half, three years, oh, okay. and then they got me into the high carb, low okay. fat. Okay. So yeah. like a year or so you've been doing that. Yeah. 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 <laughs> So, eh. yeah, yeah, nah, let's move on. Yeah, that's it's just, like that's, whatever. That's silly. Who cares? Okay, uh, let's do. Yeah, you're right. That guy's a psycho, though. <laughs> I yeah, talked to him. That's though. why I'm gonna make a video about him. We'll we'll probably have him on eventually. Yeah. Why not? I'm gonna have try to have him and Repsy on on at once though. If Repsion will do oh, it. Awesome. <laughs> All right. So you know what? I I found a guy on the internet, actually Mario, that speaks the truth, and I I, I have now become a follower of his theories. Yours are pretty sound, but these are even I, I would say they're even more accurate. They're even sounder. Yes. Let's take a look. Hello, everyone in the multiverse and beyond. This is your friend forever, Evan Lefavor with a brand new video. Today we are going to be discussing the truth about the Antichrist. Okay? And just who the Antichrist really is and where that entire concept came from. Okay? But first of all I have to tell you my name is Evan Lefavor and I am the biological father of Jesus Christ okay and before I was born Hold on. Why, why are you laughing Mario <laughs> did he just claim to be the father of Jesus oh yeah, yeah he is he is yeah. he is the father okay. of Jesus 
Evan no, Lefavor. Evan Lefavor, Mario. Know the name. Remember it. I'm a human being on this planet. I existed in the kingdom of heaven, which exists, science fact, in giant starships in outer space. Okay? So. That seems more reasonable to me than. Heaven you know. is real. Because they say, you know, the Bible says it's in the clouds. That doesn't make any sense. Clouds are just water vapor. There's a spaceship. No, it's not in the... Yeah, no. no That's more believable. No, yeah, no, like, I'm pretty I sure it's UFOs meant to be literally. I think okay. UFOs are in the Bible. If you look at the book of Ezekiel, it talks about fiery chariots uh, that the angels were on. And the only way that the writers can convey a vehicle back in the day was a chariot. So to them, there was this glowing vehicle in the, in the sky. So with today's modern technology and understanding of that, uh, my interpretation is that uh, there was actually UFOs being talked about in the Bible. Yeah, so a lot heaven is actually on a UFO. So <laughs> why, did, why did God create life on other planets then? What do you mean? So you, you believe in UFOs, so you believe that there's life that was created on other planets by God, right? Well, I don't know other planet, other dimension. Like, it's hard to explain, right? One of the ways, actually, they show us kind of this perspective is in Thor. I mean, you see the kind of like the different universes. Like, it's all interconnected, but he's elsewhere, and he takes a stargate to come down to Earth and stuff like that. So it, it's hard to understand because we're talking about, like, dimension. So it's here, but it's out there at the same time type thing. So it is no. beyond our understanding. Um, no, no, no. I was talking about people from other planets where they can live that traveled to earth do you believe that that happened uh not not well i don't i don't know again it, i don't think i don't claim to have all knowledge so i don't necessarily know but um i do know that there was fallen angels who came down to earth they were cast down so you know they were out in some other dimension planet whatever you want to call it out there there was a war a star wars in their in their in the heavens and then these fallen angels had to come here and they've fallen on earth so when we look at aliens i actually believe it's it's the fallen angels they are this humanoid race that's not like humans that you know we're supposed to oversee us and now they're here and they're they're causing havoc <clears throat> so uh if we made contact with aliens at some point you would believe they were uh, fallen angels I believe they are going. That's that's going to roll out. I'm just going to predict it. By the way, maybe not our generation, but at some point, um, they're going to. The fallen angels will deceive mankind into. That's why the History Channel is pumping out this ancient alien theory that we were um, uh, transpermia or whatever, like we were seated here uh, by these ancient aliens and the Anunnaki and whatever. And uh, I believe there's going to be a time where the fallen angels are going to appear. They're going to have advanced technology and they're going to tell us stuff like, yeah, we're we're the the gods, and we're here, and we're we're going to teach you how to evolve into being gods, just like us. And I, I believe it's going to be a deception. Okay, neat. Sounds like a plot to a, a bad sci-fi movie. Anyway, that, well, that's uh, the thing. The sci-fi movies are actually based off the realities. It's propaganda. Oh, based right. On like a yeah, like yeah. Battlefield Earth, right? Preparing us for what's to come. Exactly. Predictive programming, preparing you for what's coming. Exactly. So that, so so that when it, so when it, when it does happen, things, so when it, you, wait, so wait, so when it happens, that's when we're going to be like, oh, I saw this in Independence Day. So now, you know, it's, it's, it's I know uh, not to cross these guys. It, no, it's easing your mind into the concept so that they're presenting it before it happens so that when it happens, it's easier It's easier for us to take and we don't have as much of a reaction because we've been predictively uh, exposed to these things before they occur. And it's interesting. Notice how I'm talking about these.
these things and you against movie. It's like this movie and everyone I ever talk about these things. That's what it is because the movies are propaganda based on the truth to, to, to brainwash the masses in predictive programming against the things that are coming. But obviously... So so, like, you don't really think anything is just, like, someone's imagination being expressed. It's always a malevolent agenda behind no, things. Well, yes and no. So sometimes that does occur where someone just comes out. But, again, in my perspective, uh, there is a spiritual realm. So, for example, um, uh, the Harry Potter books, right? Uh, they were written in the middle of the night. She woke up, she said, and all of a sudden she saw the characters in her mind and all this stuff, and she grabbed a pen, and it just came out. Boom. I believe there's a spirit behind her. Now, the person there may not recognize it. They might think it's their imagination and everything, but they don't realize that they're being influenced by that spirit. Uh, we see the same phenomenon in the uh, rock and roll world. Uh, we mm -hmm. had uh, Led Zeppelin, auto writing, same concept, wake up in the middle of the night and just brrr, it comes right out. Uh, when I was into my new age stuff and I, I actually uh, did what's called spirit contact and I would allow them to, I was actually a channel, I actually did that. I put my pen on, on the paper and I allowed uh, a spirit and I didn't even know what I was writing. To tell you the truth, it was just this crazy phenomenon that was occurring and by the time I was done, I wrote something that was beyond. And if we look at the uh, a lot of the rock bands, a lot of the movies, a lot of the things, they talk about this phenomenon having a huge part to play in their creative process so I'm saying that although they may not recognize that you know there is a malevolent spirit behind them they can genuinely think that this is just my imagination there are spiritual entities beyond the human who's being deceived and used to fulfill that agenda I think that I don't like the way that uh, undermines human imagination I think that those are spontaneous acts of imagination. I don't believe that they're being right, influenced by malevolent spirits. Sure. Right. Go ahead, That's Paul. Go ahead, Paul. Yeah. Why, why, uh, and I, I, this is kind of a rhetorical question. Mario may not be able to answer it for me, but I'm going to ask anyway. Why, why do all the malevolent spirits, uh, spirits of evil intent, why do they all rock so fucking hard? <laughs> yeah, that is a good question. Um, well, uh, one of the things that when you study in the book of, um, I believe Isaiah, and it talks about Lucifer when he was in heaven, it actually says that tambourines and bag and pipes were built into him. So this is what gives us, um, well, theologians have, uh, you know, speculated that Satan was a musician. So Satan knows how to create the best music because in heaven, that was his job. He was the one to orchestrate the worship of God. So he understands music insanely. So yeah, and, and I'll admit, I mean, I'm not like the beats and the music. I used to love, I used to be into um, heavy metal and uh, all that hip-hop anything you know and like I loved it Satan does create quote-unquote good music to the ears and to the senses um, but we have to see the spirit behind it and that's where I'm warning people is that 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 good song and music why it's so good is because it's so deceptive it's like that candy he's like yeah take a bite it's good you know you want it exactly he makes it awesome for you because he's not gonna come and make it bad you wouldn't fall for it so he's going to craft it in a way that is according to his skill, which is to make the best music that's ever been produced in the universe, because that was the assignment that God gave him. Okay. Wow. So Go Satan... forth from me. Go <laughs> forth from me, Judas Iscariot, Morning Star, and rock the <laughs> fucking house. It's the, it's the pick of destiny, y'all. It's in giant spaceships in outer space. And I came from heaven and you decided did. to be born a human being on this planet. Okay. Now, why would I decide to be born a human being on this planet at this time? 
Well, because we are facing a lot of life-threatening extinction-level events in the near future. Not only did Seems I come like a bad to help time to come to the planet, really. those extinction-level events from making us go extinct on this planet, but I also came here to bring about heaven on earth and true freedom for everyone alive. Okay. So the the question, Mario, is you know, will you follow Evan Laflavor? No. No. Uh, no. Why not? Obviously not. No. You heard it. You know when you're asking me that question. <laughs> like, come on. No. You heard it though from him. Yeah, I mean, and unlike you, who just claims to be serving God, he claims he is God. Yeah, and Evan Laflavor said you wouldn't believe him. Yeah, you know, he knows there's gonna be non-believers. He predicted that. So it's true. You know, you got to admit that truth. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I came up with a plan to get rid of money Sweet. by using advanced See, 21st even century evil robotics like you. technology. Okay, and that is what Evanism is all about. Evanism. So, so yeah, that's actually why we asked you here tonight, Mario, to convert you to, to Evanism. Evanism. I'm sorry this is an intervention. We want you to be saved. We want Evan to grace your soul. So, you know, one time you, uh, one time on this show, we played a video of um, the vigilant Christian having a, a panic attack. Yeah. You have uh, panic attacks, anxiety disorder and shit. I, I was wondering, don't, don't, don't you think that... Uh, God's healed that, by the way. So. Okay, well, that's good. I'm glad he's healed it. Um, but don't you think that maybe your worldview had something to do with the fact you were having panic attacks, you know, thinking that there's no, these I, uh, forces out to get you everywhere? No, I didn't, th I didn't think like that at all. Um, when I was in high school, I was 16 years old, and this is when I started developing anxiety and panic disorder. I never thought like this at all. Uh, in fact, I was just like everyone else. I was the most popular guy at the school. I just you know, thought about girls on the weekend, getting high, getting drunk, skipping class, all that stuff, and um, listening to Chronic 2001, Dr. Dre, that was my life. And uh, I ended up smoking so much dope, doing so much coke, ecstasy, Hell speed. Yeah. Um, it uh, caused me to have this anxiety disorder. And uh, man, I wish we could go way... back and hang out with sixteen-year-old vigilant Christian. Man. You got we yeah, we would have had a blast. But that's not me anymore. Praise God. Wow. <laughs> I'm way about heaven on earth. Anyway, I think that's enough of uh, Evanism. No. All, All right. those things that you mentioned, Mario, they actually per they they actually help to stave off panic attacks in me. <laughs> well, it actually, for a long time, um, even when I was Christian, I battled because uh, I, I had anxiety even as a Christian. I was taking it to God, and marijuana was something that I was uh, using for a little while to try and cure it. And I found that, you know, when I would get high, it would take it away temporarily, but in the long run, I found that it was just getting worse and worse. So, personally, what I so think. So, you just you got to stay high, though. That's the key. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of, I will be back in 45 seconds. <laughs> okay. So, for me, anyway. I. I gave it to God and he healed me. Good. I'm glad that he did that for you. Thanks. Anyway, um, can we, uh, let's, let's check out another video. All right. Um, this one is called, What Does Freedom Mean When We Are Obedient to God? Okay. There's a, there's a long intro I'm going to try to skip. And Christian doctrine. How do we...
free will and Christian doctrine. How do we reconcile these two concepts? You know, one uh, statement you'll often hear from atheists is, why would God have given Adam and Eve free will if it allowed them to sin and, and create a fallen yeah, world? Yeah, we were arguing about that earlier. Um, and implicit in that is also the question. <clears throat> How is it that you can be said to have free will if, if you are following the commandments <clears throat> of God? You know, on the surface, it seems like if you're doing what God likes, then can you really be said to have free will? And I think a good metaphor for this to, to illustrate how it is that you can be free and do what you're supposed to in life is the idea of a symphony. When you have a number of musicians in a symphony, they are all coordinated. They're all working together to create a piece of art, to create beauty. Now, every single one of those musicians is free. You know, if they want to start playing their own music, uh, if they want to just make a bunch of noise, they can do that at any point. It's called jazz. Um, but if they, if they don't follow the conductor, if they don't follow the sheet music, all you get is a cacophony. And yet all of these people, out of their individual free will, choose to follow the music, they choose to obey the conductor. And the result is <coughs> harmony and beauty. Okay, but that's a demonstrable result. You know, no, one, no one's ever been to heaven and confirmed that, yeah, if you follow these rules, you go to heaven. That's is not that Paul, been, or is it someone that sounds like him? It's not been verified to exist. It's it's just some guy. Some other guy. Oh, sounds, yeah. I thought it was Paul. <laughs> no, no, no. Not listening to Paul. Listening to some guy in a cowboy hat. Yeah. Wait sorry. A minute, wait a minute. Wait. I sound like this douchebag. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yep. It's yep. you. I sure do, Paul. It's you, Paul. It's you. Are you serious? Yep. So so Paul, you can see the video. Uh, I'm watching it on. Uh, Oh, okay. YouTube. So, yeah, for some reason, we're not able to share it through Skype this time. I don't know why. Yeah. Something's going on. Doesn't matter. Yeah, whatever. And right. I believe that's what it means to follow God's will. He really does sound like you, actually. In a way. Um, God doesn't want a universe of automatons any more than you want to go listen to a guy program a computer to play the exact music that he wants. Uh, seeing an actual orchestra is just so much more of a powerful experience than just listening to pre-programmed music. Even though, theoretically, the pre-programmed music could be better quality. The, the reality is that when... Plenty of people listen to pre-programmed music at this point, so... I don't know. <clears throat> Electronic music is pretty popular. When you have three <coughs> individuals, masters of their craft, playing instruments... Uh, it absolutely surpasses the best quality synthesizer because there's soul going into it. That's an opinion. And I believe that's what God wanted when he created a world full of individuals with free will. Not that we should have the freedom to choose to make a cacophony, although we do have that freedom, mm -hmm. but that if we chose to follow what is good, true, and beautiful, uh, each of us as individuals, as unique people, doing our own sort of thing, working together 
to create a truly beautiful, amazing, and creative reality. Yeah, here's the problem. There's tons of different musicians that have different ideas about what sounds good. And yeah, sometimes people can cooperate. Sure, but I'm going to take the metaphor. So I'm going to take the metaphor back to the God thing. It's just like how people in life have different ways of being and different ways of viewing the world and different things that they think are ethical. And even if they are religious, they have different interpretations of the religions that right. they have. But so, God has a standard. Well, God's, people, God, we suppo God supposedly has a standard, according right. to you. Right. And God's standard is non-existent in my mind, and God's standard is different in the mind of the next Christian over. So there is no established standard. God has not come That's to us and made it. Yeah, well, that is what I think. God has not right. come to I, us I and disagree. made his standard clear. I disagree. It's in his word. Well, it might be. It's in, no, it's in, an H, it's in an ancient book of fairy tales. God has not that's manifested what, himself. And, no, that's not. That's what I know. God has not well, manifested himself. If you would have played himself. the full video okay, of me debunking you, um, there would have been a clip where you attack the Bible, and I put you up against Ravi Zacharias. And you basically say that we can't trust the Bible, and you don't give any reasoning. And then I play Ra Ra Ravi, who gives intellectual reasoning why the Bible is a, a document that although ancient, should be right. uh, so looked here's, at a here's little why bit. I'll, okay, I'll give you some reasons why the Bible shouldn't be taken seriously. First of all, it's full of contradictions. You can deny it all you want. Just go to skepticsannotatedbible.com and look at all the contradictions. It's full of cruelty. It's full of bad morality, such as um, child brides, approving of slavery, approving of misogyny, approving of homophobia, approving of... Uh, discrimination against anyone who doesn't fit within, uh, you know, a, a, a very particular set of standards. And that is, you know, and, and you know, it's, it's... That's what you feel, yeah, sure. Well, look, the, the, the Bible, I mean... Uh, we'll, I, I've we'll go studied to the, it and I've come to a completely different conclusion, but okay. Okay, well, how do, you, how do you react to the verses that condone slavery? Like, slaves obey your masters and things of that nature. We have to think of the historical context. Like, they weren't, like, it's like a maid. It's like a servant. Um, it's not uh, a slave in the context that we think it, like... Um, no, it was. Know. It's very clear that it is. No, no, I, I, uh, I, I can have an apologist on next week who can just show you this. And um, well, I'm no, sure you could. Just, There's plenty of apologists yeah. that can come up with sophistry to support any position. But the Bible clearly endorses slavery, and it clearly endorses well, you, child you brides, clearly and it clearly think. endorses. Not, well, okay, it's, it's I, your I, opinion I, again. We're, it's not my opinion. It's right you. there in the book. You keep, it's right you there keep, in black it's and funny. white. You keep stating your opinion as it's fact. Like I hope. I no, hope I'm telling you what's in your book. I'm telling you what's in your book. You are doing the very book. same. All we're going to be able to do, and yes, I'm stating mine like I believe it because I'm convicted to believe it, and that's what mm -hmm. you asked me to do to come on the show. But that's sure. what you're doing as well. You're stating your interpretation of the Bible, how, your own view, and that as if it's fact. No, no, this well, is I'm it. not. No, I'm not. No, no, I'm not stating an interpretation. Think, I'm just DJ. telling you what the book says. No, no, I'm not, no, I'm not interpreting at all. That's You're what's actually interpreting. Your after you have read, interpreted your own interpretation. In, no, there's no interpretation in involved. I'm just taking own. it at face value. No. I'm taking the Bible at absolute face value. You're not I'm the not adding interpretation. Just because you 
I'm not the authority on truth. That's true. true. Don't make it. And I hope your subscribers well, are not down enough to fall for That's that. true of anybody in the entire world. Everyone has to study their own. We all have our own world views. Sure. Everyone, I, I, I 100% like agree with you. Come and then, like you are doing right now, and, and stating mine's the truth, okay? Sometimes I'll, I'll do that uh, you, just by the way I present it. But at the end of the day, this is my belief. You have to test things out for yourself. I say this on my channel all the sure, time. Sure, that's you, fine. But but you, I agree with you, you on that. You always tell people that they need to wake up, though. Like, because that's what I'm mentioned. convicted and you to. Talk, that's what and I you, feel, and that's my channel, and that's my right to feel well, that yeah, and, when I... But you present I'm it as the truth world. as well, so... Uh, and but that's I'm all not, humans can do. I don't... But you're interpreting. Who, I'm not who, interpreting the, the Bible. Papa who's going to tell us the truth? Who has... Is it you, TJ? The whole world? Well, I mean, according you know to you... Everything. Well, hold on. You're according to you, it's the Bible. And, and Bible scholar? According like, to no. you, it's, according to you, the Bible is what's going to tell us the truth, and I'm just telling you that there are many verses in the Bible that support things like slavery, and there's no way you can possibly deny it. According to you, but you just said there's a there, you could get an apologist to come here, and he he, he could present a way. Yeah, so, I could get it. Anyways, I could get. An, day, I could get someone to. Come, I could get someone view. to come here and tell me dragons are real. I could get someone to come here and tell me a million fucking untrue propositions. That doesn't Fine. make them true. But again. Again, we're just presenting worldviews, and you're not the authority. No, on I'm not true. presenting a worldview. I'm telling you what's in your fucking book. <laughs> what you think is in my book. I'm telling you what is in your book, and uh, anyone can go look it up. Okay. That that one what? person on their own, <clears throat> one consciousness on their own, simply cannot do. You know, God doesn't want a world of automatons. He doesn't want a, a, a Soviet state where we're interchangeable cocks, but one where we realize our true individuality, our true freedom, and become the best versions <laughs> of ourselves. So that's that is that. Yeah. that is how I would describe free will and how it does fit with the Creator who has a plan mm -hmm. for all of us. Okay. Well, we already responded to that. Yeah. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. We we got a few more videos to go through, and then we'll and then uh, we'll call it a night. Um, <clears throat> let's see. Let's do this one. Many small children will end up in hell because their parents never taught them about Jesus Christ, sin, hell, and damnation. Because people are scared to scare their children. Yet those same people teach their little ones about a sex education and about the baby in mommy's tummy but they don't warn them against sin my three-year-old granddaughter understands about the fires of hell and the consequences of sin of lying to mommy and of bullying her little brother she knows that if you sin, you will die. You will perish in hell. Because I told her. Because her parents are teaching her. And she understands. She tells other children about it. And it turns her away from doing wrong. Yeah, yeah until she fucking turns 18 and becomes a stripper. <laughs> she has I'm going to point out that no children go to hell. I don't know where this guy's getting at there. There's an age of maturity for judgment. Oh, okay. And what is it? What is the age of maturity for judgment? Well, uh, not there's not a specific age. God knows the heart, and he knows when the person is considered well, to be at you know, people. Used, I don't think TJ's reached it. People used to live to be like <laughs> 900, so let's hope the age of maturity is like 200, you know? <laughs> that way we all go to heaven together.
I wouldn't count on it, but okay. <laughs> oh, you just don't want me there with you, do you, Vinny? Oh, no, you don't even... Bro, I, I want you there. I want you as my brother. Trust me. Uh, oh, okay. Well, I'm very flattered, but I have to decline. <laughs> you teaching you your want, children you want, about hey, Jesus Christ. Mario, do you want uh, do you want Jim Morrison to be there, too? I want everyone. I don't care who you are. I don't. And there's even no one Hitler? Yeah. Do you think Adolf? Hitler's there? If he, you, have to, you have to change. You have to be born again and turn from the, the wicked, but... Anyone that does, I don't care how bad you are. I mean, I was I was pretty bad, man. So like, I'm not gonna sit here and judge people and you know. How many people have you killed? You've killed a lot, huh? <laughs> yeah. No. <laughs> no, I wasn't that bad. But um, oh, okay. Well, then you weren't pretty bad. See that? See, we could right there. We could be like vigilant Christian confession, like that. <laughs> yep. Vigilant Christian confesses to being a bad person. Have you uh, have you ever heard of the armored skeptic? Vigilant Christian? I think so, actually. People people think you guys sound alike. Yeah, some oh. people thought that you, you that it was like a secret identity. You're, you're both Canadian, <laughs> so I guess that's part of it. Yeah. Yeah, we had him on our last show, and he does. We he You guys do have similar voices, for sure. Right. Yeah, I think I've run into his videos. Does he have like a thumbnail with like a mask on? Yeah, it's, armor. Like, yeah, it's armor. like a suit yeah, of yeah. armor. Yeah, yeah, yes. Yeah. Oh, hold on. No, no. This is what I want to Let's move on to the gay marriage thing. I'm a libertarian, but if you're a real listener and not somebody with a script, you would know not hundreds, but thousands of times. And if you listen to my show for the first 18 years, I didn't even cover this. I don't get into what you do in your bedroom. I'm, okay? I am not in people's bedrooms. I am not a Pharisee. I'm not a hypocrite. It, it, I, my world does not revolve around sex either. And so... I'm sick of it. It's a football issue. It's not a federal issue. It's a distraction to be passed back and forth. Now, the truth is there is a move at the UN. There is a move to sexualize children. Sumner Redstone has said that, and it's nobody's business to be trying to target children with Heather has two mommies or you can't say boy or girl because somebody may not identify as that. That is space cult, suicide cult, exterminism, craziness. Suicide pills, mass murder pills. Uh, do you disagree with any of that, Mario? Uh, not necessarily, no. I do think there's an agenda to destroy the family, and one of the things to do is to confuse sexuality. Um, they're adding all sorts of stuff in our food. Uh, BPA was a big estrogen mimicker, which uh, caused uh, heightened estrogen levels. Even, um, I mean, in grade 8, uh, the girls that were, you know, in grade 8 when I was there, my dad would come and be like, that's not developed like they were back in the day because hormonally uh, we've been under attack. So they've been trying to make us born that way because we're literally born uh, with hormonal defects because of the food and uh, everything that they're doing. And it's, it's, an, it's an agenda to destroy the family. To bring in a new world order, they need to make the current America fall. And how they're going to be able to do that is uh, by confusing the family because it's structured right now, man, woman, and they know that uh, that's the fabric of it. So to bring in a new order, uh, they even have to have some type of social revolution in the mind. And this is why uh, the Caitlyn Jenner thing happened. Brute, like I know there's transgenders out there who deal with it. I am not convinced at all that he even he's he's doing it because it's a stunt. Uh, he's going to make five hundred <laughs> million dollars now um, because of it. And he's a Kardashian. Okay, he, like they they will do anything for fame and fortune. At the end of the day, he's even, not a Kardashian. 
he kind well, he's of, part of kind it. Of he, he was he's married into the family. Of. He was on the show. He was the father of it uh, for for the TV series. So I don't buy for a second that he's actually legit. Uh, even on the TV show I Am Kate, I was just showing how they like had auditions for his friends, his transgender friends. So he has transgender friends that are on the show that are fake. He's a fake transgender. It's all a publicity stunt to push a certain agenda. He's set to make tons of money off of it, and uh, you know there are there are people out there who struggle with those things, and I. I do try and specify. I mean, uh, my heart goes out to you. I mean, that's not an easy thing to be confused about. And I, I could only imagine uh, what dealing like that is. But I don't think that this guy is um, legit in what he's doing. And I think it's part of a bigger plan to uh, bring in a new system. All right. I think uh, children oh, used to be. no. What happened? <laughs> Oh yeah! Oh yeah! By the way, we have uh, G Man, who's who uh, uh, probably agrees with everything the the vigilant Christian is saying. Probably yes. Well, first so. of all, I like to say this: vigilant Christian, and I have been a fan for a while, even before I got on YouTube. Love That's your awesome, channel. Yeah. Um, there's like a quadrillion questions I would like to ask you, but this awesome. is not the venue to do it. But I am. I'll, I'll go on your show, man. I'll uh, we'll do a. We'll do an interview together. See, we're we're oh, bringing cool. people together here on the drunken. Yeah, yeah, G and Psych. You know what? I'm gonna give God an extra dose of uh, a praise tonight, Mario. Thank you, I appreciate it. I, uh, hey, don't be, don't yeah, praise, praise God, praise, praise us. We brought you together. Yeah. <laughs> I would like to publicly say the amazing atheist is awesome. Okay. It was actually me. I I, I did it all. Okay. I'm the one. Ben Scott, Paul's ego, and all the the people of the. Uh, the drunken peasants are awesome because I got to meet um, the vigilant Christian Mario. So, what is your top question for the vigilant Christian Mario? Yeah, like you, this is it. This is your one chance to ask <laughs> the Christian. Yeah, yeah, Christian. we've we've got about fifteen minutes of show left, so I, you know. I thought I'd bring G-Man on. We can we we can have him ask the Vigilant Christian some questions, and I'm sure we'll have a problem with something he says eventually. Awesome. Yeah. Okay. Uh, how do you know so much about um about what's going on with the New World Order and the Illuminati? Yeah, because uh, when I actually um, it's actually how I was led to God. So I studied these things out. I got into uh, researching this stuff when the internet. Um, I remember being on Google and I was like, I was going through this, like, what is going on in the world? And I just started researching and I just started coming across all this information. And uh, I was all into the the, uh, the truth movement, you know, Alex Jones and um, Anonymous, uh, Zeitgeist I got into back in the day and all these things. And it was this research. And then after a while, that's actually how I came to God. I started to recognize that everything that they're pointing out about the world was actually pointing to biblical prophecy. Okay, so then, hold on, hold on. So so you came to God through the conspiracy theory stuff? Yeah, kind of, in a way. Like, okay. it was head knowledge wise like how well i was philosophically seeking it i was seeking truth then that because i was 16 and i went through this phase of like anti-flag bad religion the government's everything is just you know so i just i knew i, I happen to up. like anti-flag and bad religion so that's cool but, i don't like uh, bad religion <laughs> anymore but anti-flag i used to really love rise against uh just you know any band that would sing about revolution against the man or the the powers to be i was loving that so i just, I just find it interesting like you know that you came to the religion through the conspiracy theory stuff because to me that seems to be the focus of your major videos that you do right because you're only focusing on my main channel well that's why it's your main channel we 
Well, because no, I say the main channel because it's the biggest one, but I I have five, and uh, it's not everything I do. All right. Any uh, G man, did you have more questions? Uh, yes, and this one's gonna bore uh, the drunken peasants to death. How long have you been <laughs> saying awesome. Mario? Uh, since 2010 in January. Oh, okay, so, so that would be ten, five years. Okay, cool, cool. Um, oh God. Um, oh Lord. Uh, the Simpsons. Okay, you 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 show in one of your videos that that there was Illuminati um uh, symbolism in the Simpsons and uh, what was that right. the, the crossover between the Simpsons and Family Guy. Um, yeah. how true is that? All right. So when we're looking at uh, you know cartoonist. Um, where I got that from was researching Disney. Now, Disney was hired to do uh, propaganda, so he was a propagandist for the government. Now, obviously, they don't tell you that modern-day Disney is actual propaganda, but it is. It's a Tomorrowland. Except the Black Cauldron, is, though. Okay, Tomorrowland is the New World Order. Okay, if you look at it, if you watch the movie, it's the elite, the secret group of uh, uh, of you know people who have all the knowledge and they're overseeing and you even see them looking at the world in monitors and they're assisting mankind into the Tomorrowland so it's literally the Luciferian uh, New World Order that's being preached in the Tomorrowland movie because Disney still operates through the function of propaganda in the world so what these satanic cabal that runs the the major institutions of the world are doing is using cartoonists as propaganda. So Matt Groening joins the secret society, becomes a Freemason, lets us know publicly because they have to do this through an episode in which Homer Simpson goes through initiation. He's humiliated. Uh, there's the Masonic square and compass. He takes the oath, uh, everything. And then they even sing that song, um, uh, who controls the British crown? We do, and they're literally telling you, "We, we do," right do. in front of your face. Yeah, play the song, yeah, listen they, to it. They weren't they making? They were, so, but they were making fun of that. Right, that's what you think. So, uh, but, no, that's but, what I know because it's a it's a right, satirical you know show. Right, you know. Everything. Well, so anyways, I know that the um, Simpsons is not brainwashing people with a fucking so satirical that, look at you secret know societies. Shadow of a doubt that Matt Groening is not part of a secret society. It's pronounced Groening, and yeah, I'm pretty sure. I'm reasonably oh, yeah, sure. Yeah, you must know. Yeah, you, you live with them. You got no. You don't. No, I don't live with him, but um, I'm just pretty sure I know again, that TJ's he's not opinion, working for the Illuminati. Well, I mean, you're just you're stating your opinion that it is happening as truth, but you have no proof that it's happening. I would just I'm just basing my fucking assumption on the fact that I have no evidence to suggest that he is working for a secret society other than your conjecture. I think we're down. All right. Yeah, we got a green light again over there. All right. Sorry about that, guys. Are we back? We're back. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We uh we dropped. But uh we're we're back again. Except for Paul. Wait, no, there's Paul. Oh, wait, it's calling him again. I don't know what's going on with Paul. Yeah. Sorry about I think, that. I think Mario's here. Mario, you here? Yep. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay, we're, we're yeah. there. Mario, add me to Skype, man. My, my, my Skype information is more Gary1. All right, man. All right, cool. And, and I would love to have a private discussion with you. I got a quadrillion questions for you. Uh, cool. Regarding this whole Illuminati stuff and everything. Awesome. Hey, uh, sure you do. Mario, are there starving Christians... Oh, in the boy. world, <laughs> I saw you take G Man and G Man answering. Okay, they always try and get him with this. <laughs> okay, amazing atheists and, and drunken peasants for the last time. Okay, I was walking the cult of Dusty and I was trolling him. Okay, what I believe oh. about starving children, what I believe about starving uh, Christian children is this. Okay, my Bible tells teaches me that God withholds no good thing from His people. Okay, um. The Apostle Paul says, I've never seen um, 
I, I oh god, I gotta quote this. Uh, I've never seen, um, I, I've never seen one of the guys people um, um out there begging for bread, or I I forget the second part of the verse. But when I did that to um to Dusty Smith, I was trolling him because he was acting like he couldn't define what the word Christian was and trolling me in other ways too. So I trolled him right back. You guys had asked me why uh, uh, um, about my answer prayer argument. I gave you the argument. And then what did you guys do? You guys said to me, well, why did God answer your prayer to give you money and why some, some other children starve? And I said to you, well, prove to me, and this is the, the whole quote, prove to me that, that, um, that God gave me money and then ignored the, um, the uh the the, the starving um the, the starving uh child or the starving Christian child. Show me you show me right now where 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 God did that. You can't do it because you don't even believe that he exists. But we're saying that there are starving children who are Christians. Okay, and your evidence is the fact that there are. Where's your evidence? Demonstrable and empirical evidence. Okay, Where's well, there's. Well, okay. Here's here's the demonstrable, demonstrable and empirical evidence. Tons of children across the world are starving, and I many of them you. are many Which of them are the Christians. Christians. They're all. Now, now, I'm sure that I'm sure that starving. a good. I'm sure that a lot of them are Christians. When we're talking about starving. Let's let's make sure we get our definitions straight here. Okay. Okay. A starving. starving. Someone, yeah, a starving person is a person who, with their body is eating off their muscles. Yeah, well, okay. a starving person is someone who has no food. Okay, and, Christians and fast, not... and they withhold food on purpose. You're talking about that. I agree with you. The only well, way you have no, starving I'm what I'm talking about. Food. So wait, so you're, are you saying that there's no Christian families that are stricken by poverty and strife? No, I'm telling you by the definition of starvation that there's only two possible ways that there's a starving child, a starving child out there, and God is not intervening. Number one, it's their time to die. That's number one. Or number two, they are fasting. That was the only two examples you're going to get from me when you have a starving. So okay, so there can be a starving now, Christian child if if there if it's their time to die. If it's their time to die, or or if um if if if, if they're if fasting, something yes. Okay. But you guys made it sound like I said that there was no such thing as them at all. And I already well, that is that is what you said actually, but you did you did clarify afterwards that it was no starving Christian children. But I mean, I don't see I don't see how you could possibly think there's no starving Christian children. I mean, it's just it's obvious that there are. First, you got to prove they're Christian. Okay, but I have to prove they're Christian by your crazy metric, where pretty much no one is a Christian. Dusty Smith defined a Christian. You're gonna love this, Mario. Dusty Smith, the Dusty, one of the most popular atheists here on YouTube, defined Christianity as a cult. That's the definition of Christianity. But you're telling me that you know for certain that there are starving Christian children out there, and you can't even define what a Christian is. Are you serious? Thank you. I would, I would, I would say oh that Christian. I would say that Christianity is not a cult based on its size alone. But I would say that structurally, it's a cult. I mean, if 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 there were only twenty Christians in the world, it would be considered a cult. Uh, there's the nothing Masons, doc there's the nothing Masons, doctrinally that can that stops Masons it from being a cult. a cult. The Masons are a cult. I believe uh -huh. the Mormons would be considered a cult, if I'm not mistaken, but eh, you can debate that or whatever. What about but, Jehovah's uh, Witnesses? Again, though. I, cult, no, I would call them a false religion. Cult is just according to who calls it a cult. It's just Pete I mean, who gets the final God will decide what's the real cult and what's not good, and he's decided that in his word, but again, we're dealing with just people labeling things here. 
Sure. Exactly. So amazing. Like, at the end of the day, like you could think something's a cult. I can think something's a cult. Someone who's in Scientology doesn't see it as a cult. And I'm, I'm I think it's the weirdest satanic Luciferian cult in Hollywood. <laughs> So, yeah, so you do know that you do just know like someone, you know, someone who believes oh, we, in the Illuminati cannot see. I mean, we've seen we've seen uh, churches of Scientology all over the world. Remember? Yep. Yeah, like we we were walking around in in Amsterdam. We saw a big church of Scientology there. We definitely know that they're everywhere. Yeah, and they wanted to give us a free personality test, yep. of course. <laughs> but a serious question to the peasants and Paul's ego and whoever wants to answer this uh, on the atheist side: if you can't sure. define what a Christian is, how can you? How can you uh, say that you know for certain that there are starving Christians? You can't. If, now okay, you can show me starving well, children. Me, I'll, tell you, I'll tell you. I will tell you. I will tell you my definition of a Christian. Okay. All right. I'll tell you mine too. So, if it if it, you if it differs. All right. Now. Yeah. All right. If it my, differs from TJ's, I'll tell you mine too. My definition of a Christian is someone who believes that. Christ lived and existed, believes in his teachings, and believes in his divinity, and believes that only through him can they be saved. That is my definition. Paul, is your definition different? No. Okay, well, that's my well, definition. I, mean, atheist, I have to give you more credit than I did Dusty Smith, because at least your definition is not as lacking as his, as his was. I would define a Christian this way. Someone who is um, uh, born again, not of the will of the flesh, but, the, but according to the will of the spirit. Someone who, who, who believes in the life, death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Someone mm -hmm. who is following the teachings of Christ. That is a Christian. That is a follower of Christ. However, okay. to say that we're in a cult and... You know, and, and we're doing cultish things. Now. That's a cult. I mean, if there was only if there was only 20 of you and you believed in all this stuff about Jesus, it would be considered a cult by everyone. Yeah, but unfortunately, but again, yeah, it just, but that's of cults. that's of course not the case because there are you know millions of well, there's billions of Christians, probably only millions that you would consider true Christians, since both of you uh, are pretty exhaustive with your purity tests, but. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, but Mario's pretty uh, informed about these kind of things. You guys should check out his channel one day and watch it. Uh, We've checked out his channel plenty of times. <laughs> yeah. 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 Have you have you watched a vigilant uh, Christian uh, talk about the gospel? No, I've never studies. I've never yeah. watched his Bible study uh, videos. I wasn't even aware they existed until he came on the show today. Yeah. All right. Okay, so so amazing atheists. When when are we gonna have this debate on evolution? <laughs> uh, we can have. Promise. Yeah, I, go. Yeah, I agreed to the debate, and then you decided to retire from YouTube for a few months. You even said. <laughs> I took a break, man. It was driving me crazy. Okay, but you even said in your video that I didn't have to debate you anymore. But I guess I'll do it. I'll do it with you. No, G I didn't man. say that. I said. Yeah, that was... you did, but that's fine. I'll do it still. <laughs> Because you okay, know so you're you, gonna come to my channel and you're gonna sure to I'll come to your channel. You you need to contact me on on Facebook or uh, on uh, Twitter or something, and we'll we'll get the details hashed out on that. I can give you my phone number and you can call me. We can talk on the phone unless you're like so busy that you can't talk. Yeah, I don't like talking on the phone. But he doesn't even like talking to me on the phone. No. So, but uh, I'll talk to you somewhere, and uh, you know. I'll get your information from Ben, I guess, and I'll make contact. Do you guys live in the East Coast? Yes, we live on the East Coast. I wouldn't I, I, mind meeting you guys, especially the one that wears a wrestling outfit, because I, well, I have a lot of stuff I want to talk to him about. Come I, to I, Columbus, I Ohio. Face -face. I would love to have this debate face-to-face. -face. <laughs> sure, come on down, Columbus. <laughs> we'll, we'll meet you somewhere. 
yeah, I come down here, we can meet, and then I can help you believe that God created everything and not, you know, us being some cosmic accident. Okay. <laughs> Sound, sounds good, buddy. We'll, we'll do that. Well, uh, I didn't learn something here. Vigilant Christian is subscribed to my channel. Like, I mean, I, I'm, I'm like starstruck right now. You got that, like, no And I'm telling you. Can you feel the love in the air? Yeah. Can you feel the love tonight? But you want to know what, Mario? I'm not worshiping you or nothing like that. I think you understand what I'm coming from. No, no, yeah, for sure, bro. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm excited very to meet hard. you, man. Uh, yeah. He's G-Man. G-Man is becoming part of the are. godly bros. You're out there doing the same thing I'm doing, so I have all the respect for you, man. You know, you, you know, G-Man runs, G-Man runs marathons, Mario. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Cool. Yeah, man. that's awesome. Yeah, I I have two medals. Uh, the full marathon is twenty six point two miles. No, I'm gonna be I was actually going to get into some uh, Ironman stuff there, where like you do the triathlon and stuff. Okay, now triathlon. I never did that before. I might yeah, try. I want to try that. Yeah, that's what I don't want to do over the next three years. Yeah, I'll I'll try a triathlon if they introduce a candy bar called triathlon. Maybe. A lot of training. So, um, Amazing Atheist, uh, if you don't mind, if you come on my channel and you have this uh, debate with me about evolution, right? Uh, uh -huh. Do you mind talking to a couple of the atheists that watch my channel? Because a lot of them have some criticisms about you. And I'm about to say something publicly right now that you might be a little surprised. But I have a little more respect for you than I did when I first met you. Obviously, I called you the Amazing Racist when I first met you. But I, <laughs> but I think that you proved that that's not true. All right. I think you deserve that. But I would like for you to talk to some of the uh, atheists on there that's giving you a lot of flack because you know sure. how to do it. Sure. Why not? I'll just, I'll walk into the lion's den. I'm all right. I'll do it. <laughs> all right. Cool. Cool. And, and uh, Vigilant Christian, I would love to have you on my channel. Yeah, man. We'll set it up. All right. We're going to wrap this show up, you guys. Awesome. Thanks, uh, G-Man, for coming. Thanks, Vigilant Christian, for coming. Thanks, Paul, for coming. Fuck you, hey, Scotty, hey. for not being here. Mario, wait, you wait, proved wait, wait, everybody wait, wait. wrong. Before you go off air, before you go off air, Vigilant Christian, yeah. who, won, who won the rap battle between myself and Creationist Cats? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. Creationist Cats are to beat. Yeah. <laughs> I think I beat them pretty bad. I don't yeah. Know. Yeah, no, you didn't. But anyway, we're we're off the air, everyone. Thanks for being on, especially uh, vigilant Christian coming into the uh, yeah, yeah. The hostile. So many people thought that you wouldn't come, and you stayed the whole time. Man, have me on. I don't want to just make this once. I'll come back. All right, all right. we'll have you I'm back. Doing, oh yeah, go check out my channel. I'm doing a whole series. I'm going to take all TJ's stuff. And yeah, he's going to do I'll it. Come back and we'll we'll go face to face as we watch our debunks together. I think that'll be the best way. So, and if you there have you anything to say, I'll be right there. All, all right. right, sounds good, everybody. All right, so I just ended the call. Uh, thanks everyone for watching. If you enjoyed, please give it a thumbs up. Yeah, give the show a thumbs up. And we didn't really shill our shit too much, so we still have shirts available. There's still tons of those. You could still become a patron patron at patreon.com forward slash DP. We have a new perk for the $1 level. I think we have a new perk for the $50 level as well. And we also added a $1,000 perk if anyone out there is uh, is rich and wants to get an associate producer credit and some extremely limited edition Drunken Peasants merchandise. Right. Signed by all the peasants. <laughs> also, uh, we have a fantasy football league going on. You could win money from it. Join it. 
Yeah, we, we got this fantasy football thing. You can play against the peasants and against other drunken peasants fans. And, and you can win money. You in can the win money and... If you if you choose to play uh, using our code DP, you get uh, more money. Yeah, they'll match all of the money you put in up to two hundred dollars. So it's basically like getting two hundred free dollars to play around with if you want to do that. Yeah, and I mean it's it's really easy to set up. You just choose your players and everything. Yeah, and you're not stuck with them the whole season either. So if you got shitty players the first week, you can always like make adjustments. Yeah, it looks week. like right now, uh, how many do eleven? We can get up to a hundred, and then the prizes are the best, and uh, the prizes are tiered, so they keep going. Um, we'll just show you really quick for those that are s still around to see. So this is how it works. But I think we have to get a full hundred for the winners to win this much. Yeah, so if you're not part of this Drunken Peasants fan duel league... It, even if you don't like join, football. Yeah, I mean, like, even if you're just going to base it on statistics and stuff. Yeah, I know, mean... You could win money easily. It's five bucks... So if you place in any of these, you've you've won more. Yeah, if you place with between first and twentieth place, you win more than you put in. So it seems like it's pretty cool. It seems like it's pretty easy to actually win money on. And for those of you that think you're good at fantasy sports, you know, there's there's Test us, motherfucker. Well, I also there's a lot of games where people are winning hundreds of thousands of dollars and shit. Right. You don't have to just be part of our league. There's plenty of other stuff going on too, and you can win some serious money if you wanna take some more high risk bets. So check it out. Yep. All right. All right, show's over. Thank All you. All right, watching, good night. Everybody. Rock on. To the music of the devil. <laughs> The Illuminati is watching you. <laughs> so, that was a pretty good show. Yeah, I'd say it went pretty well. Um, 4,173. Cool. He was actually better at promoting the show than most of the guests that come <laughs> on. So that's cool. Yeah. Yeah, I think a lot of our guests just show up. Yeah, they do. Don't do no show promo beforehand. But he did. He was like, yeah, be sure to check this out, everybody. I'm going to destroy them with the truth. Uh, I, none of that happened. No, it didn't. In fact, every time he was called on anything, he got really defensive. Yeah. And he uh, very disruptive, hard to talk to because he would talk over. <laughs> yeah, he's. I was. I was kind of like this is kind of like G Man. He was kind of like a little kid at a lot of points. Yeah, it, re it reminded me of G Man. So I'm like, oh man, G Man loves the Vigilant Christian. I was like, do you want to talk to the Vigilant Christian? He's like, oh, yes, give me five minutes. <laughs> <laughs> wow. It's like the Vigilant Christian's downstairs. He's at the door for you, G Man. Did, oh, did he ask? Give me five did I miss minutes. here? Or did G Man ask if he was single? Did he? I thought he asked if he was single. <laughs> but I maybe I misheard. That's why I didn't want to say <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I might have misheard that. But that's what I heard. So I was sitting there like, what? <laughs> uh, there were some people in the chat room th that were saying best DP ever. Oh, yeah? I don't know if I, I wouldn't consider it the best ever, but it was it was definitely a fun, unique one because we had some uh, such a contentious guest. <coughs> His arguments were so strange to me. 
he he would basically he would make statements like oh this is the truth and then i'd be like actually it's not oh so you know huh you're the source of all knowledge huh tj it's like no i'm just saying that i don't believe it because there's no good evidence other than your conjecture but you know it was hard to even get that out Yeah, and I, I like how he revealed tonight that he came to the religion through the fucking conspiracy nut shit. Yeah. I you think know, that says a lot. Someone, I mean, like, someone actually did write me, like, genuinely concerned and wanting me to try to, like, save him from this, like, whack job ideology he's got rattling around in his head. I'm like, I don't know how the fuck you expect me to do that. Right. Look at him. I mean, anytime you challenge him, he just kind of freaked out. Oh, yeah. And he's like, I thought we were going to be talking about other stuff. It's like, what? Like, what? What, what, what do you mean? <laughs> I don't know. I thought this is kind of what we were gonna, expected to talk yeah. about. It was very strange. And the, the stuff about, like, saying that I have this interpretation of the Bible when I'm just, I'm basically just asking him how he's reacting to what the Bible says. And he comes up with this bogus thing like, well, slaves back then were just like servants. It's like, no, they clearly weren't. It even tells you how you can go about punishing your slaves and things of that nature. They're clearly not free to just quit whenever they want. That also made me think of um, that also made me think of G-Man. That conversation. So I was like, I might as well see if I can get G-Man. Yeah. In here, <laughs> pretty strange though. He was starstruck. He was starstruck. So you want to go ahead and title the show? Yeah. I. What's a a good title. I would just say Vigilant Christian versus the Drunken Peasants featuring Paul's Ego and G-Man. <laughs> Jim Ass. And Jim Ass. Oh, man. And uh, that should pretty much be the whole title because, I mean, none of the videos we covered were really covered no. too much. They were kind of just glanced. So I would say that that should just be the title. Yeah, but I mean, it was fun having him on, and uh, you know, he was a pretty good sport for the most part, even if he was a little bit defensive. But I mean, when your ideas are so ridiculous, you really don't want them explored. The too vigilant much Christian versus the drunken peasants. Should I just put DP? Sure. Versus DP, uh, featuring Paul's ego, Jim Ass, and G Man. It was kind of an extravaganza in a way. Yeah, good thing Scotty wasn't here to ruin it. Yeah, good thing. <laughs> you know, we should have announced that the Monday show is going to be early. Yeah. That never got done. That's what happens when you don't um, write anything down beforehand. Yeah. I actually did have some notes written out, but I never produced them, so. Because I pretty much remembered everything that was on them, and I didn't have that on there. It was interesting how he kept um, referencing his other channels, too. Like, oh, you got to go to this channel to see that stuff. It's like, oh, well. He, yeah, he's got a I lot mean, of like, channels. You're, you know, you're, you're talking about some channel that you even you say only gets like 1,000 or 2,000 views of videos. I mean, how the hell are we supposed to know about it? I mean, of course, we're going to react to the big videos that get, you know, uh, hundreds of thousands of views sometimes. And 
that's like where his popularity comes from too. Right, and and also, I mean, his theology obviously mixes in with those videos, but it's never his theology is not too clearly explained in those videos. No, so I was kind of interested to actually explore his theology. A and little he bit. does somewhat deviate from the norm when it comes to the like eternal torture in hell concept. Yeah, he just thinks that people are going to be destroyed yeah. in hell. So basically, if you're an atheist. Even by his standard, you're kind of right because there is no afterlife for you. You just go into a pit of fire and burn to death real quick. You know, you're just incinerated and turned to ash so that, you, you know, the, the saved can, like, walk over you on their way to heaven. <laughs> <laughs> Which it kind of begs the question, how close are heaven and hell to one another? You right know, around the corner. If all of the ashes are making their way to heaven. All of the ashes in heaven. Oh, and that weird stuff where, like, oh, we have free will, but God knows everything, and it was predestination, but at the same time, it's not. I mean, that's just, it's, it's like, it's, it's like the plot to a bad sci-fi movie, but you're expected to not just, you know, suspend your disbelief <laughs> to enjoy a story. You're expected to suspend your disbelief and believe this to be literal truth. True. And, I mean, it's so, it's such a stretch. And he never produced any good evidence for the Illuminati, which, of course, we knew he wouldn't be able to. No. There, there just is one. It's just, it's just there. And, and the you only, just have to accept the that. The best evidence he has is that he has powers of discernment because he's a Christian. And any true Christian has those powers. Then how come there's so few Christians that buy into this Illuminati bullshit? Are they all just not real? Any Christians? Those are not real. I mean, isn't that great? If you could just say, like, any, you know, like, your religion is the best. It, 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 it's so fucking awesome. It, if you believe it enough, it gives you superpowers. But anyone who yeah. doesn't, you know. And anyone who doesn't have those powers. Are not or agree real. agree with you are obviously not real Christians. They're, God is just going to be like, we don't, I didn't, I don't, I didn't know you. They're going to be like, God is basically William Shatner, you know. <laughs> I don't even yeah. know George Takei. It's like, okay, well, you worked with him for three years on a TV show and made six movies with him, so that's kind of unusual that you would say you don't yeah, know Yeah, not him. at all. You know? Um, but, I mean, that's kind of the same with Jesus. You know, these people are praying to you and reading your book and claiming themselves as Christians, but you don't know them. I mean, obviously, if they obviously they've opened their heart to to Christ, so why hasn't he uh, come on in? You know, it doesn't make sense unless God is just picky about the people that he chooses. But if that was the case, he wouldn't have chosen Mario. So, you know, yeah. Anyway, uh, I guess that concludes. Uh, what is this? The post show? Yeah, I guess we we just kind of just ended up doing it. Yep, so that that wraps things up. If you guys are listening on iTunes or whatever format, please give us whatever rating you feel is appropriate. Hopefully it'll be a favorable one. And uh, be sure to share this podcast with your friends and family and even your enemies, for fuck's sake, because everyone needs to be watching the Drunken Peasants podcast or listening to it. Good night. Good night. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars Rewards. 
That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer, like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate.